Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown, Andrew Velez, and Joe Dells. It's now episode 345. In this episode, we are going to talk about OKC's title chances, if this year is different for Philadelphia, ranking top five duels in the East, hot and cold teams, and more. This is now episode 345. And boy, NFL Divisional Round is up next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prize picks. I'm looking we got at, some entries. I'm looking at the stream. I'm not in it. Why not? It's just Riv, you, and, and Joel. I'm looking at YouTube right now. It's just Riv, you, and Joel. What the hell? Oh, yeah. Hold up. What's happening there? Yes. <laughs> this is what you needed? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see if I can zoom out. I see you. I see you too, bro. Yeah. You're an idiot. I'm, tri- I'm not tripping, though. He's not. What if you made YouTube full screen? Sky right here, man. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do your job, man. It might just be him, though, because mine's is full screen. And I just, mine's wasn't right, full here. screen. That's First good. time you saw Let's go. You worried me for a bit. Dude, I didn't. All right, I was confused, too, but then I saw it on there, on there. So That's I, what, I looked up worry. here. As soon as I looked at the stream, I'm like, yeah. I'm here. Why can't I see myself here? Myself. There was definitely a lot of reassurance in the room that your computer was yeah. the one that was off. I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy about it. Okay, so thank you to everybody watching the show. Last show was a very successful show. We it had was. a jam-packed show. Three-hour episode. I feel like we haven't done that in a while. Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. That's the first time we've done that in a while. I think that's just to flex our arms a little bit that we got the stamina to still do long shows. I definitely uh, fell apart a little bit during the tour conversation. Yeah, me too. But outside of that, I was there. Yeah, I could see that. To be fair, that was like 40 minutes of a three and a half hour show. So Yes, that was a good part. But we also talked about a lot of different other things. We did. Yeah. Prize picks entries for this weekend. NFL divisional round weekend. I got two prize picks. Picks that I'm going with. The first one is Jordan Love, more than 251 and a half passing yards. I have the Packers upset in the 49ers. If that's going to happen, then Jordan Love has to have a great game. I have full belief in Jordan Love, and I think he will have a great game. I'm going to go with more passing yards, 251 and a half. And Isaiah Pacheco, 15 rush attempts. You got the Kansas City Chiefs playing on the road at Buffalo. It's going to be a cold, snowy day. They're going to run the football a lot. I got Pacheco, 15 rush attempts, more than that. Yeah, that seems free. Uh, I'm going to stay within that same game of the the Packers and the Niners. I'm just going to go with the guy in the backfield, Aaron Jones, who's had 100 rushing yards in four straight games. But I'm just going to take his regular line of more than 69.5. Again, four straight games of over 100. This one seems pretty calm. The, the Niners' rush defense is definitely a little bit vulnerable. And the way that Aaron Jones has been playing, I fully anticipate him having himself a baller game. And then, of course, never in doubt, Lions versus Bucks. 
I'm riding my guy, Amon Ross St. Brown, who has just been a menace, had himself an amazing performance in the first round against the Rams. It's going to continue against the Bucks. You saw what Smitty did. Now wait for what Amon Ra is going to do to that Bucks secondary. More than 93 and a half. I'm expecting nothing but an amazing game from Amon. I am going to stay in the same game of Green Bay versus the Niners. I actually have two of those. I have Debo Samuels over 39.5. Oh, excuse my language. Pardon me. More. Debo Samuels more than 39.5. I got to get used to that. And then I also have Christian McCaffrey more than 0.5 rushing and receiving touchdowns. I think Christian McCaffrey is probably the easiest one. You know, he's been a pop, probably an MVP this year, offensive player of the year, no doubt. And I think Brock Purdy's going to have a good game. If he does have a good game, it leads to those two guys, you know, playing good. And then for the Sunday game, the only one I have is James Cook more than 39.5 rushing yards. You mentioned it. it's going to be cold, f- damn near freezing, might be a little snow out there. What the Bills have done is they've been able to have a balanced attack, and that's going to lead to James Cook having a good game. I do expect the Bills to win, so those are my lines. If you use code PAS, you can get a 100% deposit match up to $100. So go to the link in the description, put code PAS, and sign up for prospects. It helps us out a lot. I don't think we have officially given our NFL divisional round predictions just as a whole. They were kind of scattered within the episode. It took everybody kind of long to get to it. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make it clear, concise, who we're picking this weekend and if we got any changes. Because me personally, I do have one change mm. that I'm making to my predictions. He's going to take the Lions over the Bucks. I am taking the Lions over the yeah, Bucks. He got scared yes. when he heard the idea of Bucks versus Packers <laughs> NFC Championship. <laughs> and I respect it. I respect it. I'm not talking shit, but definitely I would have reconsidered that. It's because you you, I sent that... Um, that, that that graph and Jared Goff is fucking elite at it. No, I, I know Jared Goff is an elite pocket quarterback. For me, what changed my mind is just the Lions are a better team. They are. They're a better team. And I'm not just like the, the only upset better. I'm going with this week is the Packers. That's the only one I feel and the Chiefs confident in. Chiefs are an upset. A, yeah, they, they are underdog to the books. But I I would never classify the Chiefs as an underdog upset pick. Bring it out, Riff. I would Bring never it do it. Yeah. I would never do it. It just never fails, never. you know. Even in Buffalo, they can't even get it. They still got to be. Uh, I get it, though. It's Mahomes, man. He's I never know. lost in this round. Why are we going to make him the he's underdog? Never, he's, never playing the road. Road he's never yep. playing the road. Making it be clear, road. I chose the Chiefs, not Mahomes. In this game, I chose the Chiefs, <laughs> not Mahomes. I chose Buffalo here. I think Kansas City's win over Miami, just just a little bit fake. The dominance they show, just a little bit fake. I think Buffalo, I think Buffalo was playing better game. football down the stretch in the regular season. I know Pittsburgh, it should have been a bigger score or a larger, you know, win for them. But Kansas City kind of struggled with Miami there, too. It was like a 10-11 point game in that second and third quarter. So I'm going Buffalo here. We'll be happy to be wrong there. We'll be yeah. thrilled. It's my last hoorah, man. I'm going Buffalo. Bills Mafia. <laughs> last man. hoorah. This, this is the last one, man. Now, I do think... The them, jig is up after this. Yeah, yeah, I do think them being home, though, gives them a really good advantage. Um, Them, you know, being one of the hottest teams coming into the playoffs, you know. And they have to beat the Demon. You know, they have to beat a team that's pretty much owned them in the playoffs. You know, they we've always been talking every year, Bills, Chiefs, top of the AFC, and then the Bengals kind of, you know, jumped the gate ahead of the Bills. And they never really have... They never got to get back to that you know, that AFC Championship game. So I think Bills this year, if it's going to be a year, it's going to be this one. So I got the Bills. All right. Uh, just so, do you want me to just go through all my picks real quick? All right, because I'm, yes. go- I'm going with the Chiefs, unfortunately. I am going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Wouldn't be upset to see an upset in that one either just because C.J. Stroud has been so box office. I'm definitely going to take the Lions over the Bucks, and I'm taking the Niners over the Packers. That's going to be another great game, though. 
I got to give credit to John. He's the one that made me switch my mind on the Lions and Bucks pick. I was talking to him earlier. John's the one that made you yes. change your mind. John yeah, is bright. Cooked, John, John is John is, is smart. He John is, is really kid. smart. Bright and I, he, I, we was talking. We was on my podcast. We was talking. He's a Steeler fan. And he was just telling me. He's a Steelers fan. He's really bright. How bright can you be? He doesn't want Mike Tomlin. That's bright for me. Ty, I Ty feel Ty like Washington. Mike Tomlin's the issue there. Ty, Ty, I think, Ty, I think not, not, wanting Mike, move from not wanting Mike Tomlin on his Steelers, I think is a ball nowhere opinion. Imagine taking a victory lap on a team trading for Damian Lillard. I told you the Milwaukee Bucks won the offseason. <laughs> that was insane. John has had so many more good takes than that. He though. has. Yeah, but what did John. John, what did John say specifically? He was with you in the Jordan Good with you, too. His There's best a, take in my eyes for football was Rashid Shahid. Cook, Th- that's cooked. the one. He cooked. Rashid Shahid, he got it. He also said Devin Duvernay, though. He, he did. <laughs> so, he did. What did we, one for did two. Trying to disown John? No. No, just listen, we're making him a part of the show. We got to belittle him somehow. Now, John, yeah, he talked me out of it because there's just some stats that, that he was reading out that kind of made me lean to the other side. And then we kind of did these rankings of upsets most likely to happen. Number one for me was the Packers over the Niners. Number two was the Texans over the Ravens. I think the Texans match up better with the Ravens, and that could be more of a closer game mm. than the Lions and Bucks. And then when I got to three, because I don't count the Chiefs as an underdog versus the Bills, so I didn't put them in this list. When I got to three, I was like, okay, the Bucks are the last one. Am I really going to put my faith in this team? And I said no. It was always close for me. I'm going to lean with the Lions. Last week, I wanted to pick the Lions, but I thought the Rams would just win, and I was wrong. So I'm not going to doubt them again. I'm going to go with the Lions. You want to go through the rest of your picks, and then I'll go? I got the Texans against the Ravens. Damn. Oh, shit. I'm tripping. <laughs> I have the Ravens against the Somebody Texans. Somebody got to do it. Should I? I should you should do it. It's, a, it's the playoffs, bro. Go with your emotional. Right. Go with your vibe. You know Go with your vibe. Yeah. Come on. That's your twin. That's CJ. CJ special, too. like, well, he told me to. No, I can't do that. I can't do it. I got to stay smart here. I got to stay logical and smart. You know, I got to So I'm going to go with the Ravens because I did think they would be, you know, one of the teams for sure. So I got the Ravens being the Texans. And then I got the Niners beating the Packers. I really do believe that's the easy, pick, easiest like pick of all this. I wouldn't say dog shit, but the Niners, to me, just feel like the easy money. They're going to the championship team. You <sighs> I know, want to get disrespectful. He's cursing them. No, no, I'm scared. I'm scared. Can't do that with the Niners. And then um, I got the Lions over Tampa Bay. And then I got the Bills over the Chiefs. Okay. I like that. I got, uh, I got Baltimore, too. San Francisco, but I do think Green Bay, San Francisco, that's the biggest upset to me. He wants to I come think, to the other side. I think, uh, do we, Dells? I have more faith in Buffalo to take care of business <laughs> against Kansas City than I really do in this game. I feel really strong about Buffalo and not as strong about San Francisco, but I do think they win, and uh, I got Detroit as Let well. Let me ask you, what's so great about Buffalo? What's so great about They got Josh them? Allen. I think it's a mix of Josh Allen. And Mahomes. Josh Allen's playing Down better the stretch, this year. though, I really do, do not believe in this Chiefs offense. And even going into the playoffs, I was— You actually are going to answer that dumbass question. What's dumb about it? Sean McDermott, what he's been doing with this defense, with, with all great, the injuries. Sean McDermott is, is scheming up Josh, at a different Josh, level right now. Josh Allen can will you to victory. He yes. can pick up those third and 15s. I know Mahomes can, too. It ain't going to be like a boy last week. Too. I just never think it ain't going to be like his boy last week. It's not going to be like that. This will be close. Like the game versus Pittsburgh? No. That game wasn't close. No. It, was, it was a touchdown game in the fourth. 
I, I understand the score, but if and you feel the same way about Kansas City, though. It wasn't in the fourth, but in the third quarter, it felt like the Chiefs should have been up three touchdowns. Watching the Bills and Steelers game, you never thought the Steelers had a chance. Like, they never they, felt, Steelers never mm-hmm. had a chance in that game. I agree. There you was always never felt a, Bills uh, were in control no. the whole game. It was a touchdown game. Pickens definitely should have got that That's P.I. That's you being call. optimistic. You're very optimistic. I'm but I never It was never. Like, you never thought the Steelers could do it. It was never that vibe. You was just like, I wonder if the Bills going to kind of start blowing them up. I wouldn't have been mad to see the Steelers won. Of course. You needed that actually. after you blew the division. Oh, I would have been furious if they they won. I'd have been a bad player. It would have been game. hilarious. Would have been lit for John. See, comes full circle into supporting you, John. You're welcome. You didn't see that coming. The Buffalo Bills, they they are phenomenal. The, the Chiefs and Bills is a coin flip game for me. It really is. Ravens will be both. That's Maybe. possible. The Ravens are the the best team standing. You in saw terms what Lamar of said what they've done. No, resume. Uh, Lamar said, "I'm getting old. I got to get a championship soon." Uh, respect that legend. I respect that. If this, if there's one year, it's it's a year before Baltimore's this year. I agree. This is the year. I agree. The Chiefs' offense is is not that prolific, and the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen's turnovers could be any game. Let me maybe I I read this incorrectly. Is it true that Lamar Jackson only has one loss in the NFC in his career? I think it's one or zero. Yeah, I know it's one for sure because mm-hmm. I know the team. Do you know the team? That's great trivia. I know the team. The team Lamar lost. Don't to don't in the say NFC. I won't. Don't I say won't. Anything. Okay, let me, I'll let, let me, you all get a guess also. Let me think about NFC North. Teams. Don't look at your computers because people most definitely will type it's it in the there. It's not. Oh, man, this is difficult. I feel like... I'm oh. not going to give any hint either. I'm thinking of teams that I've seen Lamar Jackson. The Giants. The Giants. Oh, last year. Last year. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the Giants. Tell stop playing Brian Dable. I was going to say the Saints. I didn't even look at That was in my head. Tell stop playing with you. Uh, Daniel, that fourth quarter. Daniel Jones. That's the only loss against the NFC. With that, that one has Baltimore. done nothing for him. <laughs> that's not true. Got him 40 mil a year. Didn't get him 40 the They get paid. That's Got him 80 problem. guaranteed, right actually. Yeah. Stop playing with him. My He's 21 and 1. I knew someone would, would send it. My predictions are the Lions, the Packers, the Ravens and the Chiefs. Those are my predictions. And I changed from the Bucks to the Lions. Lions NFC Championship, Green Bay. I was sa- excited when you took the Bucks. I was like, oh, yeah. I was that's hyped too. Like, I was like, one. okay, right. we're here. You can't count out Baker Mayfield. He's only lost to Mahomes in the playoffs, really. That's it. He's only lost to him. <laughs> no, got, it was no, 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 Chad Henney. Mahomes, <laughs> one half of Mahomes is better than a full game of. But what's funny about it is oh that Chad God. Henney iced the game. I'm glazing crazy. <laughs> but he deserves yeah, it. I know. I'm glad that you... You know nuts. what, bro? He deserves For it. For once, the self-awareness, I'm cool with it. That's growth. At I'm, least you kill, You went out and said, yeah, I, you I've got always me. been self-aware about Mahomes. Come on. Now, what are we talking about here? Uh, we The first topic <laughs> of our show, and before you actually get to the first topic, the merch... Has so been so delivered we promise. to so get soon. screen printed. We should have it back in seven to ten days. The drop date for the merch will be February third at one p.m. It's been to February fifth. February fifth is a Monday. I'd rather drop it on a Saturday just so I could ship it during the weekend. We had this whole conversation in the way. Man, God just sent me a message. I feel like Friday, February drop day, no? February fifth. Think so? Because yeah. I was thinking about it for most places. I, I was thinking about it, and I, I feel like with merch. Especially, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on this packaging it. I want to package it during the time where I'm not busy. I just said I'm not gonna help him. There's no respect for no, me. No, he helped me yesterday. No, but I'm gonna help you no, with the packaging you, too. Okay, so yeah. if we're gonna be packaging, Monday is not a free day for me. I'm busy. I'm really busy Monday. Monday's the day of the pod. So yeah. Saturday, Sunday, I like to package it. So 
We drop Saturday. You get all the orders, and then I use Sunday to package it. And then Monday, right, we're here. Just go to the post office and, and drop it off. I, I only I do. said because you said God sent you a message. That's the only reason I was like, God all right, February. <laughs> Facts. Me and Drew was, was driving to the to the warehouse. They said they were doing screen print. And when I shouted out the merch and I said, this is the day we're releasing, I just sporadically just said February 5th. I didn't even know why I said it. I was like, God was speaking to me in that moment. Okay. I just said it. February 5th, that's when we're dropping. But now February 3rd. I like number I'm cool three, too. I like number three, too. Three's firm. But I, I just want to make it known to you guys that the merchandise is, is limited, okay? Like we only have 60 total hoodies. Uh, we got more sizes and, and some like large and XL than we do in medium and small just based on the percentages that you guys voted for and the sizes that you guys wear for merch. So just letting you guys know, we're going to put a mailing list. So you put your email in there. <laughs> and once the merch drops, an email will be sent to you. And you can enter the website and you can buy the merch. But just letting you guys know is, is limited. So y'all got to be first. Also, to it. realistically, we have 59 pieces. 59 because I'm going to be paying for one for Santos. Because awesome. I say that with the idea that he just sent the message saying, can Drew wear mine? Funny enough, that bastard. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one out of there and give it to Santos. Awesome, Damian Delgado in the super chat goes, "Riv, good to Kill see me. you two days in a row." That, that had me crying. <laughs> Ant Lochran goes, "Joel, are the Heat still a top two team in the East?" Did you say that? You Second, said they were a top two team. I don't know if I said top two. I said that they could contend with everybody though, and I think they still can. I think you you don't have to get too wrapped up in the seating with Indiana. I mean, not Indiana. I'm sorry. Well, you don't got to get wrapped up in the seating with Miami. Miami, but the top teams in the East to me are the Celtics, the Bucks, the Heat, the Sixers, four, and I feel like all of them right now got a shot at knocking each other out. I think those are the top four. A team that could potentially sneak in, we're going to be talking about later that I think at least. Topic one, Riv, I want to... I, I did not like how you said that shit. Riv, I want um, like, to put this topic didn't to say you. what? Topic one, man. First topic of the show. Here we go. Topic one. Can OKC win the NBA title? You've been a fan of SGA. You still are a fan of SGA. You sent me us a video the other day that made us believe that you're more of a fan of SGA. <laughs> Maybe in different ways. Yeah, okay. But but Riv, <laughs> what do you think about OKC? Um <laughs> SGA is a yeah, he's a he's a different type of dude, man. Um those scams are comfortable too. Yeah, I, I, I keep hearing them, I keep yeah, hearing good well, raves in here, the, yeah. I'm pretty sure you got him on right now. I don't. No. <sighs> I would have loved, loved, to, for the loved to see him modeling. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure everybody at the table for most of us watched last night's game against Utah. Yep. So you got a little glimpse of just like the shit SGA does. Like he, his ability to just to get to his spot, no matter who's in front of him, you know, his pace, his control of the game. Nobody can shake. Uh, nobody can speed him up. Nobody can slow him down. He really just works at his own pace. And then a couple games before that, like against the Clippers, how he works on the defensive end regardless. You know, you saw he had three to four fouls, and he still was able to work and, you know, um, give effort on that defensive end. So that was just showcase the type of two-way ability he has as a guard. You know, whether we classify him as a point guard, a shooting guard, whichever, he's top three at, in, at either position. You know, if he's a shooting guard, he's the best shooting guard in the league to me. But um, I think this question – it's interesting because it kind of it, it's like, can they win the NBA title? I don't know. I don't think this would be the year that they can do it, you know. And, Why not? and I just because I think there's teams in like I think the Boston would give them a run for their money. I really do believe that. I think Boston right now, in terms of just the, the experience and continuity, the way they play on both ends, the fact that they are a big, you know, team offensively, they're great. Defensively, they can get get into it too. 
I think Boston is better. You know, and I think in the West, between them, Minnesota, Denver, you know, you got the Clippers who just, you know, who just beat them. There, there, there's so many, uh, I don't know if I'm missing anybody, but there's so many great teams in the West at the top of that tier. You know, it's it's really like, what if they do face Phoenix in the first round? Is that a comfortable, they'll get out of that? I don't know. You know, what if they do match up with the Lakers? The, match, the Lakers match up well with them. So in the West, it's such a crapshoot. I don't know if I could easily say they can win the title. I can look at their roster and think, I think they're they're not ready yet. You know, I think they still need some size in the back end. I think in terms of a team that leads a little bit more playmaking, I do believe that. I think sometimes they get into these spurts where they go too many ISO-ISO and they need a little bit more ball handling. I do think they need another year of Chet and J-Dub, you know, another improvement year. Both, I think J-Dub is for sure on the way. You know, he's looking like a star in the making, you know, and him and SJ are going to be great over the road. But I do think they're still a year away. I think this year is really going to be a year where they, you know, either they lose in the second round and maybe they get to the WCF, which would be a, a grand success. But I, I don't think they'll win the title this year. But I do think they're primed for a really, really good experience trip in the playoffs. Am I crazy for thinking they're not a year away? I think they meet all the requirements to be a championship team. I do firmly believe that. You have a top five offense. You have a top six defense. You have the top ten player. You have a superstar on your team, SGA. You have fringe elite two-way play. Let me say just a great two-way center in Chad Holmgren, of course. You have the great third option in J-Dub. You have three to four great role players. What more do you want? You have a potential coach of the year candidate. What what are they missing? That's really why I look at this OKC team, and I understand youth is on their side, and some could say that that goes against them. But youth is all over the NBA. Some of the best teams in the league right now have youth on their side. I'm not going to use it as a knock to OKC, especially when they're so ahead of the process. And we see them contending, uh, competing excuse me, against these top teams in the league. And, and, and some games, of course, they, they fall a little short. But then uh, other competitions, they go and they meet the task. To me, I, I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, they meet all the requirements. So why can't this be a championship team? I feel like they are. I feel like they are. There, there's not... Any team in the West that I feel like they cannot beat, and I feel like they can beat 80% of the West in a seven-game series right now. The only teams that it will be a crapshoot 50-50 are the Nuggets, yep. the Clippers, and the Timberwolves. And the Lakers. Those are the only ones that really matter. Those are the ones that matter, but they will get a top seed. Right now they got a top three seed, and they're still in the mix for the first seed. I think they can beat Phoenix. You know, what we're seeing right now Phoenix still has to figure it out. I'm going to give them about 15 games or so before I come to a conclusion about what I think about them. But just given their history with injury, given the fact that they don't have a point guard, the defense is going to be an issue. I think OKC is better. I think they're better than the Lakers. I think they just have a more efficient style of play. They're a team that is efficient at all levels. They can really shoot the ball. They could defend. Lakers are 2-1 against them this season. Just the Lakers saying. are. You know, it might be a great matchup, but I think in the playoffs, the three-point variance will be a, a difference for that team. The OKC Thunder are legit, and SGA, the, the moment won't be too big for him. There, are, I watch SGA play against players that we say are better than him this year, and I've come away from those games saying SGA was the best player on the court. You know, that's happened a few times this year. That's even happened against top-end superstar guys that I didn't think I'd be saying that about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we know who you want to say. Who am I talking about? Do you know who I'm talking about specifically? I think we do. Hmm? Can can you name him? I'm no. Uh, It was the guy you said that Ann Edwards is better than. Does he wear green number zero on the Celtics? Yes. 
Yes, it is. That. SJ did outplay him. Played He's outplayed other people too. Almost came back. He outplayed Luca, I think, when they played. He outplayed Luca too. SGA is just that type of caliber of player, he though. Is. That's He's what I'm trying to say. And if you have that player, you can go really far. I agree. You can go far, but this team is still so young. You know, SGA, 25 years old. And all of those other contributed pieces, most of them are like 20 to 20, 20 to 22 years old, with Jalen Williams, Chet Holmgren, um, Kaysen Wallace, who had some clutch shots down the stretch last night. He missed one three. They went four for five or five for six from three. And Jalen Williams, I feel like throughout these last couple of years, of course, he was a rookie last year, but at least these last two years, he's always been thought of as like the third option. You even just mentioned two, Drew. I don't think that's wrong to say because Chet has been spectacular. His first season in the NBA, he's been uber efficient. Of course, uh, defensively, he's fantastic too. But what Jalen Williams has been doing these last 15 games makes me think that there is more to him than just like an elite three and D type player. Agreed. Well, you saw last night where he could get downhill and be physical but then also have a soft touch at soft touch at the rim, soft touch in the mid-range. His last 15 games, he's averaging 22, 6, and 4, rounding up there with two stocks. He's shooting 64% from the field and 61% from three. Jesus. The efficiency has been insane, and he looks smooth when he does it. He looks like a much better player from last year, especially on the offensive end. You put out a poll earlier today about Jalen Brown and... Uh, Jalen Williams, and I swear to God, last night I would thought the same exact thing. I think Jalen Williams has a bigger frame than him, mm-hmm. so it could be a bit more physical, but that was the sort of vibe I was getting, just someone who's super athletic can get downhill but also pull up from the mid-range, have, have a three-point shot, and he's only 22 years old. So if Jalen Williams continues to progressing like we've seen this season, SGA, Jalen Williams, and Chet, there's a legit chance they could be running this Western Conference for multiple years. That's how special this trio is. But I just don't know this year, at their age, listen, SGA has been in one playoff series with the Thunder. Um, he hasn't been in a playoff series when he's been this good either. And then you have teams out West. I still think the the Nuggets should be the favorite. What they've shown last season, being able to go through the West, win the championship, and this season, maybe they're not first, but they're within a game or two of the first seed. And for the most part, they're, they've still been that same team, dealt with some injuries, but the Joker has been fantastic. MPJ has been good. Jamal Murray, when he's been healthy, KCP, all of these other parts, Aaron Gordon, when they're healthy and on the court, the continuity, similar to what you're saying with Boston, the continuity, connectiveness, and just their history in the playoffs, I would side with the more veteran team. But the Thunder feel like there could just be literally one or two years away from really going on a run in this Western Conference. We've been saying it for a while with the draft picks and young talent, but you really see it coming to fruition now. And last night against the Jazz was an insane game for them. I think the last time we've seen a team this young going to run, if I'm not mistaken, is probably the big three in OKC. Yeah, Prior right. That, Kevin Durant, Harden, Russ Westbrook, they went out there, they beat the Lakers, they beat Dallas, mm-hmm. I forgot who else. They beat the Spurs, if I'm not mistaken. And the year same. before, they lost to the Lakers in yep, the first yep. round. So mm-hmm. that, 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 that was the last. They, they had a learning curve. And with OKC, is going to be a little different because they don't necessarily – like the playing is the playing. You know, it's competitive basketball, it's playoff basketball, but I, I wouldn't consider it a learning curve. You know, and I think that OKC is missing that. It could be just they jump up to the WCF. You know, it could be they fall in the first round. But I think this year – is going to be a, a great learning curve for them regardless of who they play because, you, you know, like Dells mentioned, you still got to respect Denver and what the Joker can do. And I think the Joker 
what he would be able to do to chat in a seven game series is going to be tough mm-hmm. for him, you know. And then you got the Clippers who can go small, go big. You still got to worry about if Kawhi is healthy for a seven game series. That's a problem you got to figure out, you know. And then you got James Harden and Paul George playing ball, you know. That's another one. Then Minnesota, you know, that size, that physicality, that type of team. So it's a lot of matchups, very matchup dependent that can go either way. You know, you still can't forget. These other teams that you may be better than, but these are still six, seven game series. You know, the Kings, six, seven game series. Dallas, six, seven game series. Like these are still other teams that you gotta get out the first round. You can't just look 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 away from them. Like these are teams that could upset. So, you know, experience does matter, you know, but like you mentioned, SGA is a star, so we expect him to translate. But it, this West is so tough. It's it's hard to say one team can just go win it, you know, because right now looking at the West, it's so, so tough right now. But, like, I, I, I don't know. And then, like, I, I feel like whoever comes out the West this year is going to have trouble with Boston anyway. So, Boston's going to be that team to really do it. And then if Boston and OKC matchup, I, I think Boston is just a better team. Honestly, that Minnesota matchup's not one that if I'm OKC, or honestly even Boston, with all due respect to, I do believe Boston is still the best team in basketball as we stand right now. But that ant, Jaden McDaniels, Cat, Rudy Gobert, of course, Mike Conley at the one. That is a lineup that matches Nas up. Fucking Reed, bro. And Nas oh Reed off God. the bench. <laughs> I mean, it's really just an unbelievable group of six players that could go up against any player, any team in the playoff setting. That Timberwolves squad, of course, you have to respect the Nuggets as they are the reigning champs. They kept their core together outside of a Bruce Brown. You know what they're going to be come playoff time. We see what they can do when they are healthy. But that Minnesota six, I mean, it is so versatile offensively, defensively. That is a matchup that I do look at if you are OKC. I don't know how I think that would be an amazing matchup. But at the same time, if we're just going strictly off of requirements, OKC meets every single one. They do. Last night, Nas Reed had this one sequence where he went down the court, posted up, hit like two pump things, went up and under. Then on the next go around, he hits a three in the corner, just back to back. I'm like, oh my, he's doing this shit at like 6'10". Let me ask you, handle. don't we call Minnesota a young team also? Of course, yeah. But like do you think do you think that Minnesota matches up better against OKC than the Denver Nuggets? I think Denver would probably be number one for sure, okay. just for the idea. No, that I think OKC would probably be a bad. Oh, is it? I think Minnesota is a bad matchup for OKC. Both. I'm thinking both, but he's asking me who's more of a bad matchup: the Nuggets or the Timberwolves. Just got, they're just big, both of those teams. But it's it's Cat and it's Rudy Gobert. Cat is fucked regardless. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. He doesn't have another dude there. And then know. Aaron Dang Gordon, it. Jokic. It's going to be tough. A classic case of winning bias has got to me. So Why? the OKC Thunder beat the Mavericks 126 to, to 120. Luka at 45. SGA had 17, 3, and 9. Luka had 36, 15, and 8. Yeah, we let you, we kind of let you pass. You didn't have to go back and say, you know. We was, <laughs> no, I know. I just, that, that's that's for the Luka audience. Because I know people are going to comment, yo, no, Luka. I'll play them. You, you ain't watch it. So it's like just winning bias. SGA took over the fourth quarter. If OKC played Dallas right now, what would be the, like? Do y'all think legitimately OKC would come out that series comfortably? OKC With Dallas? Yeah. I think they win in. I think games. OKC wins. You think you think they win? It's Luka. You know, that's, that's it's that's like that, that, even that one. That's a, that's a, you got Luka, you got as Kyrie. A, as a whole, OKC is a better team. I, but I don't think the, the better team always wins per se. That's the thing though, is that like as great as Luka is, SGA is Kyrie right phenomenal. there. Kyrie right there too. Yeah. Kyrie. Can the take the over. thing is, like, the better regular season team doesn't always win. But I think yes. they're a better basketball team, not just regular. Offensively, season team. defensively, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. seeing in the Mavs, really. But like, he's also. I think if you said, get into a seven game series, right? Luca, everything gets different. That's why I said. It's are we going to start saying it's SGA? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I gave Dallas two games, and I'm not that high on Dallas. But Luca, yeah, I know true. in the playoffs can take over. Two. Luca can he get took, you. Luca can get you two. Paul George and Kawhi to seven. I know. I said six. This, this yes, you did. You did. Both times, and it was up 2 0. One of the I series. I was about to say five, but I gave him the little. I mean, if Luca could give you two, realistically, Kyrie he could give you three. three. He'd he give you four. Uh, but then no. you have SGA on the other side, too, who you he guys have been calling a top five player. Nah, <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. But he got to do it in the playoffs, even though I think he will. Luca has shown me. His first taste of playoff esque basketball, though the playing, like you mentioned, Olymp- winner go home, up 30 on the Pelicans and moved on. You know, when SGA was playing on the OKC team, Thunder, for the first time with Chris Paul. He was, yeah, he was all right. When they made the playoffs, he wasn't bad. He was solid. Like an you know, he was like a second, third option. But I kept thinking to, some, to myself when I was watching the game that if he gets a jump shot, he can be a star. He can be an all-star player. Not that jump shot. He's always been able to break down a defender, and the mid-range shot has always been a great shot for him. It was really that three-point shot, and he didn't have to take five or six of them. You know, he just has to be efficient at shooting it so defenders can respect it. That was a series that really opened up my eyes to he can be an all-star. I didn't see what he is now, though. I don't. I did not see this coming. Being an all-star and then ascending into all a top-five player, yep. mm-hmm. what he's done, I think people are unwilling to accept how much better he's gotten in such a short amount of time based off where he was at, that there is still doubt around what he can do. People doubt SGA? I don't think, no, yeah, there is Why? people I doubt. think there's doubt in the playoffs of what he I don't think People just don't want to point him top five because he hasn't done the playoffs. Yeah, but when he, was top, when he came into the season top ten, everybody freaked out about the But that list. was also but, ridiculous. Because I think there, there, there's still some, like, you got to prove it type vibe when you come into the top ten. And I think it's, it's respectable. You know, when you're a top ten player, you have either done it for long, a long period of time, have you proved it? So it's like with SGA, he kind of just jumped in there, and you kind of just want to see him prove it on a, on a big stage, you know. And it's no, it's nothing wrong with it, but the same way how we, you know, we put Embiid in top fives, top threes because he's this great elite regular season player. He's been doing this for a long time, you know. I guess you know people are like, well, why SGA can't get that same title, you know? And now he's back to back years of thirty points per game, but now they're winning. So this is like the first time where now you're really winning a shit ton of games as she is playing like a two-way player. So it's just about really just all he all he doesn't have to do is don't flame out. You know, as long as he plays great in the first round, second round, third round, however far they go, then, you know, you can see it translate. But people are kind of like waiting. And Joel's right. People are kind of like waiting for him to like fall off or fail to kind of like. That's weird. It, it's it's part it's of the NBA. It's happened to everybody. Uh, it's, just, it's just back-to-back years him playing elite basketball. I never get that. I never get that. Yeah, my my agenda, my narrative. I want him to play bad so I could be right. It's like he's been consistently great for almost a season and a half. Before he was injured, obviously, you look before the All-NBA teams, he obviously was still a good basketball player. You saw the talent that he could be. I don't understand just trying to, to sound right because the noise before the season saying that he wasn't a top 10 player when he was all NBA, when OKC had no expectation to be anywhere near the play-in, he lifted them up to be in the position that they were. And now this season, we knew they just needed that big. They needed a big to give them that presence. We knew Chet Holmgren would be on the way. I ha- I felt they'd be a top six team. Did I anticipate them being one of the best teams in the NBA? No, but that's also a testament to how great SGA and, of course, the supporting cast is. Trying to get an agenda off just so you can root for someone to fail is ridiculous. It never makes sense to me. The lead they've taken, though, makes me believe that they can go really far in the playoffs. For sure. The last team 
I've seen do this was the Grizzlies in the West, and they were young. That's what I was thinking. They had too. playoff experience, and then they went to the second round next year, but there was Western Conference Finals expectations. The difference, though, is I think OKC is a better team. I think they have a better half-court offense. They're more efficient. Their style of play and how they play basketball can transfer over to the playoffs better. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think they can beat – 80% of the Western Conference. The Minnesota matchup, in terms of just sheer size, it is a matchup that isn't favorable to them. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, well, Minnesota has to figure out, they got to figure out their offense. Right now, they're 19th in offensive rating. They could get into these lulls and slumps where there's a turnover or a bad shot from their players. And that's what they have to figure out because they're not going to beat OKC with the current offense that they have. Agreed. And that that I know the size argument is... A good argument, but OKC is a better basketball team right now, and Minnesota got to be more efficient offensively. And one thing that does help out SGA in the spacing on the floor is that they're the second-best three-point shooting team in the league. So, of course, we would like to see SGA be more of a consistent three-point shooter, but why would you try and fuck up a game that's already near flawless right now, especially when the supporting cast around them is knocking down their shots? Right now, everything's hitting for OKC. Yeah, for sure. They've been doing anything. There's a question around OKC if they can – going to the playoffs and win because they haven't done it. Philadelphia has went into the playoffs, and we've seen playoff collapses. We've seen them lose to the Hawks. Interesting conversation. We've seen them lose to the Celtics just recently. Joel Embiid has consistently not performed in the playoffs. But do you get the feeling that this year is different for them? I think Dallas should start. (laughs) (laughs) I really do believe Dallas should start here because he's the big, uh, oh, nothing's going to change for me, Philly vibes. Philly's been great this season. They always it, are. It always comes down to Embiid, though, you know, and it, it sucks to say this, but it's been just the story of him in the NBA is injuries. You know, every season that he's been in the postseason, there's been some injury that happens to him where he's not been the same efficient player. I got these stats from Jason Timpu. Shout to the volume. Creates content for them. Last year, Joel Embiid was 0.97 points per jumper in the regular season. That fell down to 0.59 points per jumper. He's at the same 0.98, which is stupid elite. Um, but is it going to translate to the postseason? They could have as much success as they want in the regular season. You know, we have Tyrese Maxey getting all-star starter nods. We're getting him possibly all-NBA nods. He's been fantastic. Supporting cast to Tobias Harris, Kelly Oubre, all these dudes have been playing really well. But I've seen them play well in the regular season too. Last season, James Harden was in the same sort of Tyrese Maxey conversation, although Maxey scoring at a higher rate. He was in the all-star, all-NBA conversations, and we saw the playoffs come. It wasn't the same. But I have more faith now in them because Harden, at least with Philly and in previous teams, was not the same player in the playoffs. So now you had both of your stars, Embiid and Harden, who didn't typically play up in playoff time. Last season, for the 76ers, Maxi was their second best player. Yep. And you can make the argument he was their best player with how much Embiid struggled against the Sixers. Or excuse me, um, against, against the Celtics. Mm-hmm. So now that Maxi's playing at this high of a level, I've seen him produce as the third option last year. I do think this is Philly's best shot over these last couple of seasons, but it's going to come down to Embiid. It's hard for me to, to paint another picture, whether it's supporting cast, whether it's coaches, because they've had all these different changes. If Embiid is healthy and he's 100% and he's able to replicate what he does in the regular season, the Sixers have a shot. But we haven't seen it up to this point. And we also have a, a pretty long track record of him going up against Boston and struggling with Al Horford. Of course, Rob Williams in the past. Now you add KP, this dude who's, you know, 7'2", who could protect the rim at an extremely high rate. That's a tough matchup for them. Um, but again, if Embiid's able to replicate it, if he's able to come into the postseason, be that dude again, he's an MVP. He might win back-to-back MVPs this season. So you can't count them out. 
I got to see it first before I put them in that conversation, though. That's the unfortunate thing when we talk about Philly. It's like, hey, you know, it's all cute and all. Similar like we talk about the Cowboys in the regular season. We know that you're amazing in the regular season, but what can you do in the playoffs? But let's enjoy what they're doing right now. Fifth in offensive rating, fifth in defensive rating. But we we know the conversations around Maxi, around MB, but I feel like a player that has failed to get love this season is Tobias Harris. Averaging almost 19 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 52% from the field, 37% from 3. He's been one of the best role players in the association, truthfully. What are you smiling at over there? Uh, Tobias Harris mentioned. Rev doesn't like Tobias Harris. You know, and the thing, this year. Here's the thing. I don't love Tobias Harris or haven't loved him in the past, especially if you're a Philly fan. Hey, Rev, it's okay for the idea that Jimmy Butler should be on this team as opposed to a Tobias. That's where you can stem from from not That's, appreciating I mean, Tobias that yeah. much. You just got to get over that. How, so how long, easy though. you just believed him no, was, I don't, was more I'm not saying That's, not, that's, like that's not a lot. Harris that's not a lot, Riff. No, I'm just... I've called the mid. You've called the mid. Like, every single that's okay. Time, yeah. We used to talk about Tobias Harris, and every single time Tobias Harris is mentioned, you say mid. mid. But that's why I laugh. I look at more he's mid. I'll tell you what, though. He's been far from mid this season. We have not talked about Tobias in like two years. I Tobias Harris mid? Right now, no. But that's what I'm saying. Was he mid when I called him mid? You called him mid last year. He wasn't mid last year. That's good. My whole point of mentioning Tobias Harris kind of been the same player for a long time, bro. Volume's up now. Your volume's up. You look better. The whole point of mentioning him was because, like you mentioned, nobody said shit about Tobias Harris for two years, and I agree with you, Riv, because what's what's the shiny toy right now? It's Tyrese Maxey. Who's the face of the franchise? It's Joel Embiid. But who's this guy that's kind of been hovering, especially with the price tag on his name, around kind of mediocrity for a little while, like you said, mid. But this season, he's really turned it up a notch and really accepted his role on this team. You're right, there is a little bit more opportunity. He's been seizing that. Now, you look at the lineups with the Maxi, Tobias Harris, Batum, DeAnthony Melton, and Joel Embiid. 33.3 point differential, 137.3 points per possession. EFG of 62.3, and then defensively, for you see their points per, per possession offensively, 137. They allow 103.9 points per possession. That's in the 85th percentile. This is an elite defense, and scoring the basketball is not a problem, especially when Joel Embiid has improved this much as a playmaker so quickly in one offseason. It's just a matter of Embiid staying healthy, and even when Embiid did miss some games this season, they were still able to play some, some winning basketball. I think that so long as... Joel Embiid is healthy come playoff time. This is a team that you have to look at and respect because they have a more respectable coach in Nick Nurse in that playoff setting that's not going to crumble under pressure. I think that I look at the 76ers and I think, hey, watch out. I feel like every team that fails to live up to expectation is always compared to the Cowboys. That was unfair of me to do that? I think the Sixers fall into that category. For sure. They haven't been to a conference finals in 20 years. Fourth quarter, why the fuck is Batum in? <laughs> the Sixers, Joel Embiid hasn't performed in the playoffs up, to, up until now. I don't know. Like, I think they have a better chance, but it's really one of those teams that you have to see it to believe it with them. I think putting any type of faith in that team is blind faith, in my opinion. I do. And that's coming from the Sixers guy. I oh. just think it's a matter of being healthy. You know, and Drew. I know we haven't seen Embiid healthy. However, if he were game. to... You have to see him be healthy. Are they uh, not like the Cowboys with of the, the Lakers NBA? and AD sure. and LeBron? If That's they're healthy, Drew, we know what they can Wait, do. Wait, hold on. Are the Sixers the Cowboys of the NBA? That's what I just said. Yeah, they yeah, are. Sure. I said that. Um, Drew. That's uh, a nice take. You, 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 what you did just now is um, you gave them, 
you know, praise. And that you should. As you I are, love you're, Tobias you're, Harris. You're, you're that guy for sure. Um, I told I'm, you, I'm, I'm coming in with I'm the Joel Embiid stand yeah. agenda no, no, this no, season. And shout out to you. I'm going to be the guy that's going to be just honest. We don't give a fuck about what they're doing right now. We <laughs> don't give it. a fuck about what they do in the regular season. I got it. And it's unfortunate. It is. But it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Because every year, they're a top two, three seed. Every year, Embiid is pushing MVP talks. Every year, the playoffs happen. And it's the same shit, literally, and repeat. Now, I will say... There's some things different this year, of course. They have a new coach. Vibes. Who we, they've just split up the table <laughs> on this side. The L, thought, yeah, the the, L, the, the L right here. Just, you know, <laughs> kind of the L thought Nick Nurse would be a big upgrade over Doc Rivers. And now he's seeming to come to the light. So now I think I can fully say we all think that he's a he big upgrade. He saw the light so much, he texts us after. He's like, guys, I went too far. And Nick Nurse, you know, he's always been an overachiever for the most part with Toronto. Um Kelly Oubre is another guy who's Talk been open. They, they have a lot more wings than they do now. You know, Batum's got some solid minutes. They got Kelly Oubre, Tobias Harris, you know, so they've been playing a lot of that. Plus, Patrick Bevy's give you that Marcus bulldog Morris, defense in uh, 15 minutes. That was crazy because he gets like six minutes a game. But, you know, he got the keys. Pe- Beverly still giving you that bulldog defense. Paul Reed. So they, this roster, I think we all can agree, is kind of better than the one they had last year from a – from a continuity standpoint, a depth standpoint, and just a, a team unity standpoint. Like, they got wings, they have a good collection of guards, yep. and they have big. So, you know, we, we, we understand that. And I think you can, to a degree, acknowledge that they're one of the four best teams in the East. You know, you can acknowledge that Embiid is playing like a top-two player in the world. You can acknowledge that Maxi is here. He has arrived. You know, they have good role players. But it always, unfortunately, it always comes down to the playoffs because at the same time, the playoffs is the is the – is the is the moment the big stage where you put it all together? You find out how your team is. Now they don't have Harden anymore. You know Maxi brings them a different level of play, and he has shown that he's been solid in the playoffs, and he can improve that. It's it's really going to be interesting to see how they look because if you look at the East outside of Boston, everybody has an issue. You know Milwaukee, their defense is dog shit. You know Indiana, experience right? Cleveland, defense. Cleveland offensively, will they be able to put up the same amount of points they put up? The Knicks, I think the Knicks have been hooping, you know, but can you match that physicality with Embiid? Can you keep up? Can Randall continue this stretch of good basketball Definitely. play in the playoffs? You know, Miami is always going to be that dog in in everybody's you know situation, mm-hmm. and then other teams are just. Like uh, Chicago, Atlanta, blah, blah, blah. Philly's not worried about them. So I think for Philly, you know, I love that you, you know, give them that acknowledgement because they have been playing great ball. But they played this great ball. You know, we've seen this happen multiple times. We've seen them be a top three seed. You know, this is like repetitive. Same thing with Boston. Boston gets the same shit every year. We know what they're going to do. They're going to be a top three seed. They're going to, you know, win a lot of games. Jason Tatum's going to put up stupid numbers. You know, but it's about... What happens in April? What happens in May? What happens in June? That's what we care about with these teams that have been consistently great in the regular season. I like that Tobias Harris mentioned because I feel like he's always the butt of the joke. Hmm? You still how? You said that four times. No, I didn't. This this is my first time saying I like the Tobias Harris. Tell him get off. Tell him he's riding right now. Second? I kind of third. I think think we're in the middle. It's probably around three to four. However, he's he's just talking for the first time. Okay. Yeah, that's why I asked you to hide. Everything else was just ad libs. This is my verse. Oh, Those, my was ad-libs. Oh, my You're still Those was ad libs. Those was ad libs. Now, listen, I like the Spice Harris mention because he's always the butt of everybody's <laughs> joke. That's now a fifth time. <laughs> because based on his contract, yeah. everybody yeah. always discredits just that he's just a good player. I know the contract, he's overpaid for what he brings to a team, yep. but he is a really good player for his role. And I feel like when he's in the right situation, he thrives as a player. And he's somebody that, I mean, all 30 NBA teams would want on the roster. 
realistically. But for a long time, he's always been kind of viewed as a player that's not good or mid. You, you said it best. Like, he's playing all, like all how the, you'd hope Wiggins would play. Um, Sure. You would actually rather Tobias Harris's impact right now over Wiggins. Sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're sure. going to pay the same money, right? Yeah. Oh, about the bro. same. They're both getting like, 40. No, no, no. Wiggs gets 28. Wiggs gets 28. I was going to say, there's no, no, no way to buy no, no, no. that, that and, Wiggins and you, getting 40. And you mentioned a good, that, that didn't move me, by the way, because Wiggins helped us uh, hold yeah. the trophy up. So right. never never forget. Um, you never forget. <laughs> never forget. But you said a good Who point. Huh? Who did he lock in the way there? He went on the stretch where he locked Tatum. Oh, He had some good possessions against Luka. He had some good possessions against Ja. First round, he didn't really had to do shit. You know, he was, Jamal wasn't there, so yeah. Ja also got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Mickey Mouse, he has, he has Well, he he guarded in game three. Good, really good. The series you were most scared of, Ja was hurt. Mm. Yes, Memphis did worry me a bit. Um, but that's all in the past. We won, so it doesn't matter about that. Mickey Mouse, um, well, was, you made a good point though. Tobias is a good player. The problem is relative to his contract, he's mid, and that, that's just. What and it also, is. Jimmy Butler should be on this team still. Wow, uh, I, I didn't want to bring that up, but. You That's know? why it's tough to to talk about Tobias Harris on the. Nobody wants Tobias Harris on their team. It's not his fault though. For thirty eight million, that's no. not his. fault. It's not his fault, but he's the guy they chose, so automatically he gets the he gets he's the scapegoat. In. Yeah, yeah. He's That's all scapegoat. I said. That's all I mean. Yes, but it's unfortunate for him that he's not show. a top fringe top five top ten. See, Tobias me. ain't been there. But they could have kept both, though, realistically. They could have kept both. They could have, yeah. It wasn't like a choosing of one of them. It's just they didn't want to bring back Jimmy Butler. I thought it was it was Ben no, was it getting was, it 40. No, Jimmy said, fire Brett or I'm, I'm, I'm gone. And I don't think they fired Brett. Yeah, Brett was an, obviously a terrible coach. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Butler was right. And then he went to the best coach in the game. Yeah. And he got to a finals. Twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. He's a legend. Yeah. He is. When you look at the top five players in points in isolation every game, number one is Luka, number two is SJ, number three is Embiid, number four is Tatum, and number five is Harden. Sounds about right. I, I think Makes that sense. the Harden fit with Embiid last year, you know, it worked. Harden is going to adapt to anybody he plays with. He's just that great of a playmaker. But I think his most natural fit is playing with wing players or guards. Like right now he's playing with Kawhi and Paul George. I felt like when the Nets did play, the fact that, not even playing 15 games together, they were able to have the number one offense rating in history. They got out the gate running and playing really well. And I think that transition to now going to the Clippers has helped him play with them. So fucking good, though. You look at the Clippers and he's really playing. Harden is playing his style, his brand of basketball, maybe not at the volume he used to play it at. But I thought last year what he did say about Doc Rivers not using him to his potential, you could see – is happening with the Clippers right now. And I feel like it's even helped out Embiid. I think now you see how efficient Embiid is getting the touches he's getting. And I think trading Harden was a win for both sides. Yeah, I think now Maxi broke out too. That's true. Maxi having the breakup that he's having was huge. A lot cheaper. You're yeah. going to have to pay him, but not. And you got a bunch of role players that probably. fit around Embiid. Yeah, yeah. This is like. Kelly Uber, they signed, was, was it October? He was Did the last one, like the last one. of the last days, dudes yeah. who they brought in. He's been such a huge part of. Uh, this is like the 09 Magic off the bench. way of building around the center. If you see the yeah. way that the Six are playing this season, obviously we can use hindsight and think, hey, it's not the biggest of deals. But Harden got his what he wanted. Doc Rivers was gone. Then, of course, with the issues with Daryl Morey and him not giving him a contract, with the way that Harden has been playing in L.A. and the way that we've seen the Clippers play as a team, you just can't help but think, what would Harden look like the way that he's playing right now on the 76ers. You can't do that, though, because then Maxie's not doing what he's doing now. But he, but Maxie kind of showed what he could be in the playoffs against you guys. Yeah, he was good, but he wasn't this. 
Of course not, because there's more yeah, opportunities. This is yeah. crazy. Because he need, the fact that he has the ball in his hands so much now, you know, controlling the offense with Embiid, he's able to put up these numbers. And it's also you see in L.A., he's still not the number two scoring option. He's not the number three Sometimes scoring option. Sometimes he is. Sometimes he is, it's I like understand. A, it's, it's really... Outside of Kawhi. Kawhi's number I, one. I, I, He's the number one Sometimes I can't option. even say that, though. Yeah, you're right. Because like, PG, they have his night. It really is just whoever's hot gets it. And they play like just whoever's I'll say be one or two. majority of the time, similar to Philadelphia, yeah, they majority start off will Kawhi. be Kawhi mm-hmm. as opposed to Philadelphia and B. Number two, number three would be that PG Harden, similar to a Maxi and Harden. PG, obviously, is a better. It just it really depends on the lineup. Because, you know, yeah. Harden and Westbrook play with the second unit. You know, like they, they Harden comes out and they play with the second unit. Sometimes PG comes in late. It really just whoever's got a heat, like whoever's on the heater, you know. That's how it should be. Yeah, no, for real. It, it works magically. There's so much talent there. God, they're that so good. They are then Norman Powell comes Norman in, you know, he, he gets hit. Listen, man. This the year? <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't this year, what the fuck is it going to be, right? Now it could be. be. You know? I'll excited. take being right on the Clippers, but I'll tell you what, I am in pain. I'm just hoping everybody's healthy. Don't That's like really seeing it. them this good. I, I want the Clippers, if they're going to lose, lose. Healthy. Like, yeah, healthy. Like, lose, like, the, the man way. Not just Kawhi fucks his knee this up, PG goes dog down. fights in the Western Conference. Yeah. But it's the best year to do it. Kawhi's been the healthiest he's ever been. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been fun. It's, it's been going. viral. Yeah, and yes, I say that this OKC match really was, good was good, man. I'm telling you. Was it was. Five. You, see what, you see what happened. Yo, let me ask you, bro. A uh, little off topic. Jazz, they moving you? I like the Jazz. They're cool. Moving to me in terms of what? I don't know, because last time we were on this microphone, we were talking about the Jazz. You were just like, let's relax, relax slow it down. But that yesterday... Like, what what do we slow down on, though? What do we relax like, on? They're making the playoffs? Them being a playing team. I mean, if they be a playing team, that's cool. But my point being is you saw the way that, that they played versus OKC. means either you guys or Phoenix are out. Hey, listen, I'm not going to say anything about Phoenix. Um, but you saw the way that they played against OKC. I was excited for them. They play fun ball. They're a they good do. basketball team. They are. They are good I just don't basketball know, team. I just don't know if they're going to be you know buyers or sellers. You know, there could be another team. Well, they that said might that people out. have been calling about Laurie and they're shutting it down. The Mavs? He's 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 doing it again. <laughs> oh, I know. They're not, they're not yeah, going to yeah, fuck. You, you want to know was this dude had the nerve to tell me that if the Mavs got Pascal Siakam, Siakam the deal, the bet should be scrapped. That's a fact. That's some BS. That's a fact. No, bro. you make a I, bet. I think that's a BS. You, know, You're, you make a bet. Let me say why. Let me say why. I'm going to get my piece. Let me get my piece. You make If you make a bet at the beginning of the year, you it wasn't have to get in the year. It was a week. It was literally a week. No, it was uh, before. What? What do you mean? It was a couple bet. weeks ago. No, it was or literally a week Dallas ago. Bet. Oh, it was. Yeah, but no, but it's like a week or two. Oh, I was about to say, if you make a bet, you have to understand trades might happen. Shit oh might goes down. Yeah, uh, but if it was a week, you ago. have to. But it's like Rave. You understand that I have a brain in my head. The common sense of Luca, Kyrie, Pascal. What is my idea? They're a top six team, correct? Yes. I would never make a bet saying that they would be anything less than that if I knew that that would be the three guys, correct? Yeah. No, so to be fair, these rumors were circling around for like two weeks. There's always a they possibility were, I'll, I'll of a trade crazy. happening. I would we, made, we made the bet while the the rumors is very yeah, weird. Right. But when you made the bet, you guys never had any stipulation about what, what if I mean, Siakam goes. If there's no stipulation, goes, then if I win, then everything I, goes, I shouldn't. I'm just yeah, low key. So if Luca gets hurt and he misses the rest of the season, Drew would be right? You have sure. to play that card. Sure. See, but that's terrible. <laughs> I would have never sure. took that. I wouldn't give you the money. Yeah. Or I wouldn't. Yeah, other way around. I wouldn't ask you for the money. cut it in half. They could have cut it in half. Like that, that would have been cut it in half. So we both get twenty five. Like, are you saying? No, I'm saying you cut the deal. Yeah, the deal. Nah, but that's still cheap. You know, it's like if well, he's not there. You're right. So no, that's why I was happy. I was thrilled. Listen, and now if someone gets hurt, 
You're in the clear. I guess so, apparently. Damn. <laughs> no, now it's just no excuses when the Mavericks do make the top no, six. No, for sure. There's no, no I, there's, excuses. I mean, now we're Kings fine. Kings are falling. This is what we're expecting. The Kings, the Kings have are, been The Kings are falling, and then the somehow, some way, the Mavericks. Uh, Jim Harbaugh met with the Falcons for a second time. Second time, too. So did Belichick, right? Belichick yeah, both yeah. coming down to the wire. They're going for some big dogs. I like that. They're going to be the one that landed the best hire. Regardless of how, who they think, they go one of them too. It's gonna be hard yes. to argue. Jim Harbaugh, that's the one. That's really is the one. Pascal Siakam joined the Indiana Pacers. We're gonna rank our top five duos in the Eastern Conference. I'm curious to see where Tyrese and Pascal fall for each duos. of you guys. I had trouble too. I didn't have too much trouble. I named seven duos because I would like to have mm-hmm. a discussion. Okay. So I named the Jays, of course. I named MB. number one. No, this is nowhere. I just named seven because I. Putting in an order, it was tough for me. I had 10 somehow. I had Embiid and Maxi, Giannis and Dame. How deep did you go? 10. Pause. pause. Yeah, that was nuts. Um, I said pause. Wouldn't you like to You did, out? but that was still a little crazy. Um, Brunson and like Randall, I have up here. I feel like Brunson and Randall. <laughs> Butler and Bam. Siakam and Halley. Boncaro and Wagner. Mm-hmm. And I'll put D. Mitch and Jared Allen. I did put them up here. Not Garland. He's been What about Kobe White and DeMar? Who? Kobe White and DeMar. They have 20 wins. I have them here. Okay. No Jordan Poole. Poole. You know what, Riv, nah. you probably should have let someone who had a list organized go, you know, because you just named the duos. Well, you're naming, you're about to start naming Kobe and DeMar. He I don't just think said he wants to have a discussion on it. We have a discussion. But, but that's up. the whole point. It was hard to get to five. Mitchell it was, was hard to get to five. I understand that's to do with his plan now. Top, I, I, have, right top, now. I have Mitchell and Allen. I only did because we were talking about right now. I have Mitchell and Allen. And Mitchell and Allen have been Bugging. Yeah, they've been hurt. So that's the only reason I didn't. I put Garland. I mean, I put Allen and Mitchell. They've been playing. Uh, another aside that video of Donovan Mitchell saying, Yeah, uh, we lost our two dogs, but we said this rides for y'all. And then it starts going into his highlight yeah, yeah, tape. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. tape was hard. Yes, yes, yes. You thought the season was over. <laughs> yeah, everybody did. Yeah, but I remember your tweet specifically. Whoa, whoa, what about me? Why are you including me? You I did didn't? say that. No, I said the tweet. Your tweet that was another moment. If Drew chose to put the your lying card, no, 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 I would have no, not no, been no, able no, to prove him wrong. Bro said, "Don't call me a liar ever again." Sent the video. Well, that's like, a fantasy reaction. Not moved. You got to remember, you're you know you're not moved. I didn't even say it to him. That's the only reason why I was a little Mickey Mouse. I didn't say it to him, but he somehow remembered that I said it. He's a wild guy. He kind of Santos and said, "No, that was afterward." I need my little gremlin. Come on, baby, let's go get Drew. No, but Santos, I'm on to you, bro. I'm gonna start asking you for some clips. You now. said on fantasy reaction, but you've said it when I've been on the show before. You I remember those debates. You tune in um, to the fantasy? Re- of course, I tune in. Of course, okay. I. I've seen them in the comments before. No, yeah. I have seen that. Yeah. Too. Of course, I, I tune in there too. What, whenever, whenever y'all talk about the fantasy reaction, we all eventually talk about. So we I've do. I've heard those excuses before. I'll be in there the first ten minutes, and we start. It was just coincidental that no clip he could find was on the podcast. That's the only reason why. That's him. If, if I look for it, I'll really. Get it. But, but you know, Santos. Think about how fast <laughs> Santos found it. Now nah, he, he really found it so fast. quick. He if he, he, if he found it so quick, quick, you think that if he really got his time to do it, yeah, to search for yeah. it, pick a side, you're yeah. not gonna find it. No, the thing is, if he could, don't if he put was it looking up. for he, it, he will find it. Listen, Santos, I'm gonna challenge you. Either fucking find it, he'll find it. Fucking find it. Instagram reel, he'll find it. I'm telling you, he's. I'm not worried for shit. It was a funny clip though. I laughed. It was. I laughed very hard. But the fact that you put on Twitter when it was the fans' reaction, not the actual podcast, I was like, come on, bro. Well, the 201 was very real, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that I know. We're not going to talk about play calling. No, <laughs> no that Tides sure. game was nuts. Um, top Did five I say duos. that for the Tides game, too? That's hilarious. I agree with you in that one, though. I said yeah. you should have ran the ball. Should have. Well, it's every, raining. Every, every game, too, is bad. That's the, should have run the ball. The Chiefs, Chiefs game, won. The Chiefs Titans won. game, that's also that when they had bad. three 
Wait, wait, wait. No, that's two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Oh, Titans so game week Titans 17. Game oh, he's folded every year, so Titans pick a year. Year, Oh, year. Titans, they should have ran the ball a little bit more. But I'm thinking about the Titans game and they got fucking smoked. Didn't I show you out a film of uh, the Titans game the last two plays? You did. Where, you did. Two, where mm-hmm. there was receivers open? There's this ti- There's this window right here. It's very small, but it's there. I don't know there. how to watch. I showed you. I found it no, in two you did. seconds. You did find it mad fast, actually. That's what I'm saying. I think you were in Phoenix I, I when just, you found I just it. Think, I just think with Drew. He was in Phoenix. He found this shit on the screen. I just feel like when it's two ways, he can do no wrong. No. That's what he can't. I mean, we all have that one player. We do. We all have that one player. Some just happen to be a little bit more safe than others. But we all have that one player. I mean, you, nobody tells you pick mid. Yeah. Daniel Jones, Sam Howell, Russell Wilson. You said Sam you Howell was going to be better than Love. That was dumb as hell. You said Will Levis was better, too. <laughs> no, but Sam Howell led the league in turnovers. That was bad. And you ain't pinned me on the bet yet. So I want my play, too. That I got to give you yes. for sure. That I know. <laughs> I should have never that was a uh, good gave up on a Justin Fields bet either. But he was hurt. He was so. hurt. Yeah, we no, we said. I thought he, that was going to be close. Yeah, we said yeah. if he missed that third game, it was like, ah, yeah, it's, it's kind of dead. No oh, more. Jordan Love's. Oh, my God. Oh, don't forget. So uh, we, we, we have a bet. Us. I know. And the NBA. Yeah, you're cooked and you're cooked. And yeah, the Nets cooked. are done. What's the yeah, the Nets but are I never done. took it with you. I no, took we it have with Bulls in Atlanta. We're tight right oh, now. Oh, Bulls in Atlanta is a game and a half I saw. It's two of five. Hold up. If the Jean Murray gets traded, is that bet still on? I, ah, it's up to you, bro, because. It makes them better if you if you really think about it. It makes Atlanta better. It, 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 it without Dejounte, I'm yeah, gonna need to see DeJounte. how they look. Give me a week after to evaluate. No, I, I, if they start winning, yeah, they go three and zero. All of a sudden, they're back on. That's crazy. No, that's crazy. Give me a week to evaluate the team after they trade them. Top five duels. Oh, can I get my list? He yes. just named yes. all of them. He just said it's easy. So yeah, let's do yeah. it. I wanted to have a conversation. Relatively, you know let's see what this Dingleberry has to say. What is a Dingleberry? So I don't know a berry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's from the Fairly Odd Parents. I'm pretty sure. Is uh, it? Yes. Uh, oh, Dingleberry. No, it's Dinkleberg. Oh, okay. Dinkleberg. But Dingleberry uh-huh. is the shit in between your balls and your gooch, like that got caught in your in your. your I was gooch not hairs. expecting this. Didn't see that. That was crazy. I That's blessed. why you called me a Dingleberry. It was funny, but uh-huh. even funnier that you thought it was a bear. Yeah, yeah. Thought it was a fruit. A dingle, dingleberry definition is a foolish or. Inept person. Oh, okay. You're that's, that's it. No, but the actual. But no, actual, that's right. There's a medical I, term for it. No, not a. It's not a medical oh, term. It's an actual term. No, yeah. that's how it looks. Oh yeah, yeah. That's nuts. That's not a tingleberry. I don't think that. That's the only picture that shows a berry on Google Images. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> it. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have an idea of what it can potentially mean. Yeah. Look at what that fruit looks, that berry, looks like. Right, yeah. You guys <laughs> wanted to know. Here we go. A dingleberry is a very small piece of shit that hangs on one of your ass hairs and won't fall Has out. Has that ever well, happened to you guys? Have you had a dingleberry? Well, you got to wash your ass. Yeah. You know, I upgraded to wipeys. They said, okay. Do your thing. Oh, that would be, ne- that'd be OD. But, uh, no, no, that's funny. An actual berry. And your dumbass thought it was an actual berry, too. Uh, I think we all did. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. I did not for I a second. I only, I you knew what it was? I didn't know what it was. I, knew, I thought it was just like an insult. Like, it's oh. stupid. Oh. I thought it was at two. first yeah. it was, but then he like I was like I don't know. <laughs> My mom's watching the show, so let's stop. Uh, Past that, she's hilarious. <laughs> uh, number ten, this is where I put in Kobe. Ten. Yeah, I went ten. I brother, told you, I went brother, ten. We did top brother, five. Duos. Cut the five. That's Bro, not true. Oh, oh, you did do seven. top five. Uh, no, uh, number ten, Kobe White and Demar. Number nine, this is where I have Trey and Dejounte. RIP, they've fallen off. Number eight, Paolo and Franz. Number mm. seven, Mitchell and Allen, and that's with respect to Mitchell and Allen because they've been balling. Number six this is where I have Brunson and Randall. Number five, this is where I fit in Reese and Pascal. Number four, this is a little controversial, but I went with the team that's went farther. Embiid and Maxi. Number three, Jimmy and Bam. 
two Tatum and Brown, and one Damon Giannis. This 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 list is all up and down because if you said I put the team that went farther, the why he got to be the over. G- yeah, why I, the I understand. I the only reason why I have Bam but Giannis and, won a championship. Correct. Giannis with Middleton. Giannis yeah. is still a top two at worst top three player in the world. I still look. At, that was random. God said, "Hey Drew, be careful. Be careful how you talk about Giannis. You may be wrong." But Dame and Giannis, even though Dame has not been the most efficient, we understand who he is. We understand who Giannis is. Okay. Tatum and Brown, we still understand that they've been to multiple ECFs. They went to a finals. Jimmy and Bam, I just think where we've seen them make it to the finals, cool. I just think talent-wise, the top two are better. Uh, and that's my reasoning behind behind having them over Embiid and Max because we know Embiid and Maxie have been great this season. Is it season. crazy to have Brunson and Randall over Halley and Siakam? It's not crazy. It's not crazy. They were five and six for you, right? They were five, they were five and, six. and six for me too. So I think you can argue Randall's been better than Siakam this year, and I think Brunson okay. and Halley been on the same level yes. for sure. So you know, I think Halley's been slightly better. No, I'm saying it, it, so you, crazy, you go either though. way. I, I don't care. I'm not going to throw any fit for you it. No, I like Brunson. Yeah, but I'm saying Randall. I think has been better than Siakam. So. I think so, too, but I want to see Siakam Mm. in the Pacers offense because he could end up being better than Randall. Even though Randall's look great this year. Tatum and JB are number two for you? I have them, too. So if you're doing it based off who's gone further, then why aren't Jimmy and Bam over Tatum and JB? It's not who I've gone further. It's solely just for Embiid and Maxi. That's it. So that that stipulation... That was the tiebreaker That stipulation only was for Bam and Jimmy, yeah. Okay. I understand you guys calling me out on that, but it's solely for... And beating Maxi, but Jimmy and Bam is that not a legit conversation over Jay, uh, Tatum and JB? Success wise, fit wise, continuity wise, yes. Talent wise, of course not. But really, you got to add everything into it. It's I, just like which duo going into a playoff series, you're trusting these are your guys. I still would. T- <laughs> I'm taking the Jays. No slight to Jimmy Can't and Bam. Can't this. Um, no slight. Also, to Jimmy one of those years was what bubble year when Tatum was 21 years old, 22 years old. I mean, the they just did it, it though. They, they just, just did, did it. it. Yeah, we Tatum also did get hurt in game rolled seven, ankle game seven. Stopped. We came back three zero. You know, it was it was interesting. No, going down three zero was crazy yeah. in its own right. There's no defending it that. We may came back, but in the game seven when they did win three straight, he was hurt, which sucks. Well, this is not definitive though, because I mean. The Heat just beat the Celtics in the playoffs, and a year before me, it went to seven. Was Jimmy was hurt in that series too. You played in the bubble. You played the year before last year. That's a good and point. Then you played well. last year. Yeah. Has there ever been a year where that duo has outright outplayed Jimmy and Bam? The Jays. Yeah. Um, you could say I think they went to the finals. That would probably you, you be think it. That would be the one they outright. Yeah, but played t- the the bubble one, they got us. I'm not saying nothing. That was the Kemba year. This mm-hmm. is. Tatum and, and so Brown at, at being this like point, it's one one. Last old. year they got shot, and then the year before. I feel like it, yeah. I mean, they got us. I'm taking the L, but for me, like the what the Jays look like now is way different than they were. They look like in the bubble. That was with Kemba, different coach, like just. But even when they what they look like now, they, they I feel like last year was worse in the bubble, and yeah, it got better. What do you mean? Like last year looked worse. Like last year they outplayed. The Jays, yeah, they also and they got yeah, better. They also yeah, got had better. Their role players played amazing too. Uh, Caleb JB Barnes also was the worst that he probably has yeah. ever been in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, yeah. And JB was what you say, JB, because mm-hmm. I believe Jimmy Brown. Butler wasn't the most efficient in that series either. He wasn't. He, wasn't. Nah, he was cool. He wasn't like after the ankle cool. injury uh, versus the Knicks, he was not he at that down. same yeah. pace that the Bucks he was. Series, he was insane. He's one. That's one of the greatest series I've seen in a player in my time. Based on what you have your on your list and your criteria. I, I think Jimmy and Bam over Tatum and JB, the criteria that you went off of. Well, I only went off that for Embiid 
and Maxi. But you need a tiebreaker for those two. How do you feel about for this who? year? Though? We've said about years past. How do you feel about this year? The way Tatum and Brown. Here's are the thing. They should be one. If we're going off right now. Exactly my point. But I'm still taking talent into account, which is why I have Giannis the ta- and Dame. What is talent? Because the, the talent Jimmy better? Butler and Bam are top three. If we're going talent, is I, the duo of Tatum and JB really better though? than Giannis would, and Dame? Sorry. Who, before I answer that, but who's better talent wise? Who? I, talent wise, talent? I no, put Maxine and Embiid over them. Whoa, talent wise, yes. Jimmy Butler, Maxine and Embiid. Talent wise, I would put them over them. them. We're just talking strictly talent. That's true. Let I would me ask put, you a question. You're saying Maxie's a better basketball player in a vacuum than Bam out of bio. He's more talented. Embiid is the MVP. That's that's a separate. Embiid's fine. That's fine. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Because Bam, Bam and Maxie, they're going to give you different things. How do you compare who's a better player? I just know that when we get to playoff time, Jimmy and Bam. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's not just about talent. You can't. Just say it's a talent. Well, they're talented duo. They fit perfectly together. I think they're more. They're not. I think they're more of a of a just a. This is yin and yang. This is as close to yin and yang as it gets. But I don't think Jimmy's the most talented player. But let's not not get into bag or you know. No, it's not even a bag. He's not a better player. But you understand what I mean by that? Well. His IQ is tremendous. His defense mm-hmm. is I know there's elite. just better like, things. There's just more things to a basketball player than just talent. I understand I did say well, talent. is primarily skill. Jimmy's pretty damn skilled. Nah, he's not the most skilled, though. Joel Embiid is a better player of than course. Jimmy Joel Butler. Joel Embiid most definitely yes, is a better player. Yes. But again, come playoff time, there is no question. But Jimmy has been a better basketball player than Joel. Embiid has been hurt in the playoffs. Yeah. So you believe when they're both fully healthy at their best, Embiid is Embiid should better. be better. Okay. Should be, but that's the same conversation we had last topic. Was until it happens, it's I mean, hard I was, to have that conversation. If we're talking just talent, the gap between Embiid and a lot of these players is so significant, really far. But, but outside of the top, mm-hmm. it's the top four that I wouldn't agree with that statement. Other than I think the top Embiid four, is the most talented player in the East. I did my far? list off of talent. No, 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 by far. That's, that's what, what I was saying. Giannis but, is, but it's one A, one B between those two. Talent? No, I think Embiid is more talented oh, ta- than Giannis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's All what right, I'm let's saying. Not get, I'm done with the talent conversation. But that's what I'm saying. You can't just go just off talent, but then use with other uh, duos, use how far have they gone. You got to put everything into consideration. Well, Jimmy and Bam have been underrated since coming together. But they're also the, the best fit duo. Which is why I have them number three. I, yeah, have, sure. I have Jimmy and Bam fourth. I'll do my list oh, real quick. So I have them at the same spot. Six, I, ha- I want to give him pro- Brunson and Randall are six for you me. You wanted they me to put them higher, but you have them <laughs> yeah, lower. No, that you was your criteria. Your logic. That was That's based on your logic. But yeah. again, yeah, I only said that criteria. for My logic ain't the same as your logic. I'm doing my list straight off of talent. That's it. I'll make a fucking list. So I want to give Brunson and Randall their shot at six. Five, I would have Tyrese and Siakam. Four, I would have Jimmy and Bam. But the top three, I think, are more talented than basically all these lists. And beat and Max, would be three. Giannis and Dame, two. And, you know, the Chase are number one for me, man. The way they're playing this season, they're number I'm fine one. with that. I'm fine with that. So, uh, that was, you're going off the way they're playing. This is why it's a tricky thing. Because Dame hasn't been playing seen, that well? No, no, no. Because we haven't okay. seen Siakam and Reese I, But Reece I think play. it's a mix. I think it's the way they're playing plus what they've shown me in the playoffs. But that's the, this is where the list gets tricky. Because we haven't seen Siakam and Halley play yet. Well, we haven't seen much from Brunson and Randall. They won a playoff series. Well, but we've they, seen we, a lot from Brunson, not Randall. We've seen them this year, though. Yeah. They've been hooping, in the playoffs. for yes. sure. Yes. For sure. Yes. Man, this is difficult. This is very difficult. Okay, mine is off of talent. Number five is Tyrese and Pascal Siakam. I really love that. That's what I have. Yes. We all have yeah. five. Number four is Jimmy and Bam. Number three, Dels, I hope you look at me oh after the show. Oh, my God. It's, it's Tatum and JB. look at me after the show. Uh, number two is Embiid and Maxi, and number one is Giannis and Dame. And the, the best players in these duos is what... What was a separator for me? Giannis and Embiid are both MVPs. But Giannis' MVP playing with an all-NBA player in Dame, that's number one for me. Has to be. Number two, Embiid and Maxi. Embiid is an MVP, and if he's healthy, I think he can be, you know, unstoppable in the playoffs. 
And Tyrese Maxey's an all-star. I don't think there's a gap between Maxey and Jalen Brown just as, you know, talent and player for player. And I think Embiid is better than Tatum. And then Jimmy and Bam, number four, you know, because I think they've proven a lot and I love the fit. Tyrese and Pascal is a, is a serious wild card, man. I'm excited to They're see great. how they play because it can shock a, a lot of people. And how I'm they not play. mad at this. It's obvious you're doing playmaking. Excuse me. It's obvious you're doing. Um, I don't think so. Because uh, I, I think, feel like we did kind of. No, Tyrese is better than Jalen Brunson. I'm Would a you Knicks say fan. marginally or clears? I think there's a pretty significant gap of I think Tyrese is better. I don't have I don't have to think about it. You know, I, like respect to Brunson, but I don't have to be like mm, that's tough. Like no, I that's think Halliburton. Do you think that's disrespectful? Well, yeah, yeah, I think that is. How I, how is I it disrespectful? Brunson has shown he can what take over games. You he in can the win games. I mean, last right, night against the Wizards, it shouldn't have been a game, but he I'm took not, over in the fourth. I'm not quarter saying it's disrespectful to take Halley over. I'm saying the way you're making it seem like it's not it's, a conversation. I wouldn't I, like clearing is where yeah. I would have strong pushback. I do think Halley is the better basketball player. No, I don't think it's, it's not a, significant. I don't think. Well, I think you're. I would say there's a there's a tier gap. I think Jalen Brunson is an all star, high level all star, probably not all NBA. It, and if he does get all NBA, it's third team kind of. That's He's where he'll fringe. fit in. Third team. The third. You know? The three point shooting has I been elite. Luca, Luca, SGA. Those are the two guards that will start in the first team. Are you going to mention De'Aaron Fox? The second team, De'Aaron Fox is kind of, he's kind of been down in production recently with the Kings losing. I think Tyrese, before he got hurt, was over De'Aaron Fox. Second team to me is Tyrese Halliburton and somebody else. I'm forgetting. I'm, I'm blanking on somebody. Uh, not not yeah, this nah. year, not Steph. May, maybe Brunson could be Brunson. the fourth guy. But Brunson might be all me. I, I, might, I might be forgetting one more. Let me check. Maxie? No, I think Brunson's better than Maxi. Huh? All NBA is positionless this year, oh, so shit. we're not even. We don't yeah, think so I talked about guards. He might not be a, a second team guy. Holly could be first. He might not be. He's not going to be first team because he got Hallie injured. Also. No, because you got Embiid, you got SGA, you got Luca, you got Kevin Durant. I'm missing. I'm blinking. Oh, Kevin, Kevin's locked first team. I think those. I'm just naming. Giannis, that. You got Tatum. Tatum. There, a positionless makes it so difficult. You're right. It t- he's Holly's not first team. He might not be second team. Mm. Kawhi, we didn't even say. Kawhi's been OD. Shit. Oh, uh, do you think Donovan Mitchell's over Brunson right now? Ooh. Well, that would be the fourth guy. That could be the He's third cleaned guy. up the efficiency too, that man. The, that could be the third guy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nah. So much going Donovan's on. been insane. What's your, what's your five, Riff? I, well, I had seven up here. I didn't really. You didn't list them? No, I, I just have seven lists because I had it. I had it. It was tough. He doesn't do his fucking job. No, he, Riff said that he wanted to just have a conversation. I did. I did. But the topics, topics that, yeah, conversation about top five duos. And you or, did ten. I, I did exactly. I did more than my job. I felt like I went above. So y'all both went outside them. the guy. No, but he ranked them. He, That's he, true. He ranked, he ranked ten, true. yes, but I felt like it was difficult for me. If you had I to rank your five, you heard our five. If you then, had to that's, rank that's your five, because I felt like it would have been okay. a better conversation. I didn't want to hear about Kobe and fucking Demar. Whoa, like, whoa! Silly what? shit at ten. How yeah, crazy is that? Like, oh, I didn't even talk about that. All I said was their ten. Uh, silliness. What? Um, they so, should be higher. They shouldn't. It shouldn't be a matter. Like, <laughs> it shouldn't be a matter, bro. Have some fun. Um. All right. So if I had to rank them, I'd go Giannis and Damon one. Jay is at two, Butler and Bam three, and Bede Maxi four. Okay. And I'd go Brunson and Randall at five. Is this Respect. playoffs? Are you based right on now. like playoff your expectations? If I go expectations. Well, no, just because I'm saying that list, you had Embiid and Maxi at what, four? Yeah. I'd met four. That was the lowest all of us had. No, I have them four. My apologies, just me and Joel. His list was, and, I, and mine, one through four, exactly the same. Okay. The only difference, which is why I respect this, because I'm thinking about it myself. 
is Randall and Brunson yeah, I think over I might put Reese. Brunson and Randall at five for the time being. You never answered my question when I asked you. Yeah, I'm sorry. You what was your question? I about Giannis and Dame, are they not a better duo than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? That's what you asked me? Yes. Um, They are a better duo. They are. Talent, yeah, talent-wise. Talent yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. Okay, because earlier you said the opposite. That's why I was just asking you. That. You did say yes. the Jays should be one. Yes. That's what I was going to ask you. Are they a better oh, duo because, because or think, is this the supporting cast I think it was, um, we were talking about who's been who's further. further. Yeah, so I was like, But well, Giannis has case, gone to the chip. Yeah, but that's why I said, we were talking yeah. about duo, so I was like, okay. But no, 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 I think Giannis and Dame are, yeah, 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 yeah. Because Dame is better than Jalen Brown. Giannis is better than Tatum. That's pretty easy. That is fine. Yeah. If the NBA, all NBA team is going to be positionless, well, it is. Brunson is not getting a top two teams. Are we going to talk about how yeah, positionless all NBA is one of the dumbest things the NBA's ever implemented. All right, let me do something real quick. Why do you think it's dumb? Because very easily now we're just praising all the best of the best, which is fine to me, but it's something about the positions that these players play that hold significance. So um, now the point guard, now the the guard position may not be as catered to as all the forwards, as the bigs <laughs> in the league now. I just think that you're kind of sliding some of these guys. So um I'm going to just, this is not the end-all, be-all. I'm just looking at EPM, you know, estimated plus minus. So it's not the end-all, be-all. Ah, uh, yeah. EPM. Yeah, but this is not the end-all, be-all. You know I what love I'm advanced. Now he's getting advanced on No, because I, yeah. I, I want to get engaged just what we think. I'm just going to name some names that are at the top of the list and who will be. Because we're talking all NBA. We're talking positionless. So Embiid is number one in the league. SGA is number two in the league. Giannis is number three. Legend. Joker is number four. Halley's number five. So I think the first four, and then we would sub Luca in for Halley. That yes. would be all NBA first team. Then you got Halley next. LeBron is up here. Then you got he Kawhi. All NBA. Then you got Donovan Mitchell. Then you got Paul Jersey. That's why I was fucking. So no Tatum, all NBA. He he. No, nah, I think he. I think he's all NBA. I think the he's advanced nerds don't like him, man. Advanced nerds do not indeed I'll like him. I'll tell you another player that deserves to be You're all mad NBA. at me. You got it. I'm not. He's right behind Paul George. Anthony Davis. I skipped Derek White. By do you know who else is? Oh, been where great? is D White? He's right in front Demontis of Demontis Sabonis. He's like nine or ten. Every so. single game, his stat line is a video game. Brother, I love you, but he's not making all NBA. He's not. He, he made it last year. Why can't he make it this year? Positionless. But that's still fine. Don't you think Jokic and Embiid deserved first team last See, year? See, that's another thing that I don't like about positionless is that there was a lot of players back in the day that got robbed of theirs because of position, uh, having a position. The stats flawed. Steph and Jalen Brown have the same EPM this year. Throw it in the garbage. Or huh? the same. Or oh, that like literally the same. Or that means that just Jalen Brown's a little bit better than Steph. Steph Brown's hooping. It's really exactly. Maybe Jalen Brown's Jalen Brown. Brown. I've been, I've been boys, telling yeah. you, Jalen Brown's a poor man, Steph. You didn't tell me that at all. <laughs> yeah, no, Sabonis is, you can, he's been playing great. He's oh just, my God, he he's been amazing. I thought your question was interesting that you asked him. What did I ask him? About, you don't think that Embiid and Jokic deserved first oh, All-NBA team last year? Because last year, if you could, both of them should have been All-NBA first team. That's the I, counterpoint. I understand what you're saying there, but at the same time, Jokic was better. Bro never answers the question. I'm not totally and, and mad at I'm sorry. Embiid was the MVP. He deserved the first team. Uh, but at the same time, that's just kind of how it's been. And call me a boomer if you want, but at the same time, again... Should we never progress? I don't think this is really progressing. Basketball is positionless. Is it? It's more positionless now than it was at least in, no. back in the day. Because Jokic is a center, but he's a point guard, you know? He's a point guard. And Lucas but a forward, on defense, but is he, exactly. Yeah. But on defense, is he a point guard? Who? Jokic. Well, I, I think that's that's the argument of, like... There's no positions because he can be a point guard, 
on offense but and even, a center on defense. But he can still be a center on offense. That's why also. he's a point center. I just, there's there's he's an positions. It's, just, it's very loose with the positions. Like you can, it's very versatile. Because I think you still like you can't have a center playing point. Like there Anthony are very Edwards. few players. He's a two. Position. He's a two. He's no a two way guard. around it. He's a two. Correct. Yes. yes, I think he's a guard. He's a guard. He's a combo. He guard. is a guard. He's but a combo I wouldn't guard. call him a yeah, point guard. Combo guard. He's a combo guard. For me, I think right now. There's really no position outside of really what I'm trying to say is that there's roles because there you go. point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, whatever position they play. There's some there's some players that are just three and D. That's their that's their role. That's mm-hmm. their position, quote unquote. If they're a small forward, you know, you can have LeBron being a small forward and Dorian Finney Smith small forward. They both play small forwards, but they're different roles. LeBron is a point guard. <clears throat> He's a distributor. And Finney Smith is a catch-and-shoot player. There you go. Same thing for Jokic is Jokic is a point center where, you know, Rudy Gobert, you can't tell me that they play the same position or same role, I should say. It's not the same role, but it is the same position, personally, I feel. Maybe on one side of the floor, but on the other side of the floor, it's not. On offense, it's not the same position. Mm-hmm. It's it's a different position. So. so The thing is, I've seen Jokic have moments where it's, it's matchup dependent, of course, but if he knows this is a matchup, I need my back to the basket, I need to get in the post and get mine. He knows that he can do that. Because while you did say, you know, pe- players at the position, it might, you know, mess them up. You can also use the other argument where all the 15 best players in the NBA won't get all NBA team because we are going by the strict guidelines of position. See, but then even another thing is that even the best 15 players might not get it because are they going to meet the requirements to make it? I think it, that's the bigger issue, in my opinion, the game requirement. 65 yeah. games. Because Embiid has been the best player in the NBA, in my opinion, when he's been on the court. I think it's either six or eight. Last I remember was eight games. He has eight games left, or six, that he's allowed to miss. not a lot, yeah. The rest of the season? I get you should play, but at the same time, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that, hey, Embiid has been first-team All-NBA great. Luka Doncic, who's missed a couple games, did return versus the Lakers. If he were to miss the requirement, the required games, you're going to tell me that we're going to keep Luka Doncic off every single All NBA team? So how how right does that sound? That's the bigger issue, in my opinion. Sixty five, yeah. I think, was just too harsh. It I think I think having games. a minimum is is fine, uh, so you don't have this argument. Well, he only played thirty five games, but sixty five that's a lot of the season. Ka- especially Kawhi Leonard did this to the NBA. So has to kind of sit. He's been actually hurt, and it's not his fault exactly. And he's actually healthy now for the for the first time this so 65 game. Is he said, I, I got to get my money. He said, yeah, he, he got paid. Oh, he got paid. Yeah, he, he got, got paid. Yeah. He actually took a pay cut. He didn't take the super, super max, Yeah, right? he, took a, he took a little pay cut. And now PG about to take the pay cut that Harden, Harden. going to sign in the summer. Harden said he wants to stay there for the rest of his career. He should after we win a chip. Being a Harden fan, man, full circle moment. I, I really... You falling off. This Who's the Harden, Harden, Harden I would have never believed I, it. I'm honestly... I feel like I'm taking the reins on that. No, you're not. Not. He's a Clippers. No way I would be. I would have never envisioned this from Rare four years ago. Listen, when you join my guy, this is crazy. In the quest to win a ring. Um, another aside, Cam Reddish, back to mid. Oh, hate that for him. Come tell. I hate too. To the other he's LA. already in the other defense. I don't know do if do this is one hundred percent accurate, but I I I feel like I remember that one time I asked you if Harden went to Golden State, would you be a fan of his? I said no, and you said no. It's a fuck no. Yes, no, no. that was a d- no, no, no. He can't come to Golden State and nah. fuck up a good thing. Can't go to fuck no. No, he just didn't like Harden. It didn't matter where he went. I, I didn't just, even like Katie when he came to Golden State. That's true. Then he blessed your 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 boy with two more, and you he also like, robbed my boy of two NBA first teams. So bonus is averaging twenty thirteen and eight. Damn, he didn't make first team in seventeen and eighteen. Nah, 
That's disgusting. I think one of them maybe, but I know for sure one of them he didn't make it. Because they was doing the whole playing superstars together. Are they really that impact? You know, same shit they did with LeBron and D. But first team all NBA is ridiculous. But LeBron's still first team all NBA. One on one. You're right. So bonus is averaging twenty thirteen and eight. I know. Stupid numbers. I know. I'm really trying to give him that acknowledgement. He deserves Baller. All NBA. Yeah, he can. Yes. That's a debate. Uh, argument. Ah. He's been a top four or five that, center yo, in the league. So many good players in the league. Twenty thirteen and eight. He's been a top four, top five center in the league this season. But that's the thing. I think you could be a top four, top five you center, and not be not a top fifteen it. player in the league. That's true. I don't know these numbers. He's gonna play the required games. That's for sure. That might help him get in. I know. That might help him get in. That's How much is Alfred Samoon? I was just gonna say he's been playing better than Shaq. That's another dude. If- 29 and 5, I'm going to guess. Okay, because I can't spell his name, so we're going to do it. Ha, ha, ha. He's averaging. See, look, 22, 9, and 5. I was wrong on the points. I was so close. You were close. Damn. Comparable. I mean, Sabon's having a better year statistically, but. More rebounds and three more assists. You're not really moving me, gang member. Shangun is amazing, though. He's a dog. He's awesome. He's He's probably not going to be an all-star this year, though. Yo, that Photoshop Pascal Siakam is fire. Shout out to John, man. Look at SG. Damn, he cooked. Yeah. Cause you know, uh, Ant Man's probably gonna be thirteen. Don't shout out to Riff. He might start poking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anthony Edwards has to be more consistent. You He's seen shooting. Are you guy? SG? Not yeah. good enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you wish he was shirtless and not his shirtless, skims? but definitely show he wants the, the skims headband. commercial to be the picture back there. <laughs> Damn, that. that was a good video. Man. Just have the video on loop. <laughs> guess what? After that video, y'all had Scott Skims. I'd gotten skims before. No, that. I did. Nah, get that skims was before. that was after the video. Nah, it was that before. Oh, I got it for my birthday. So whenever that is. My birthday is summer video? But when you sent the video, I'm saying no, it was before I, you sent he, the video. To be fair, he didn't send it. I, oh, I got oh, this video I from Discord. Way before yes. he found it. So I was wondering where he got that from. <laughs> I got it from Discord. He was trying to have it to? hidden from the depths of the Discord. The Discord? Yeah. I, was, I, was watching the SG, I was watching the game, and SGA just popped up as a commercial. I was like, the you fuck? You rewind on your TV. So no, on. I didn't rewind it, but I was like, damn. Slow like, I didn't know he had all that. I was like, Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> this good. week in the NBA, Drew, I believe you have something special. I for do. Us. I do. Now, there's been a certain player that we spoke about earlier in the show that has been playing some unbelievable basketball. And I'm talking about Jalen Williams, Mr. J Dub himself. Over the last, let's say, 15 games, I think you already went yeah, over yeah. the stats almost 22, 6, and 4. He's been amazing. But let's do a would you rather. Jalen Williams edition. J-Dub, for those that don't get confused. First name up, Jalen Brown. I'm still going with Jalen Brown, but I understand the conversation. J-Dub is 22 years old, elite both ways, and he's gotten a lot better offensively this year. Um, <laughs> Jalen Brown's been hooping for sure. J-Dub, definitely. Ah, damn. I'm gonna go J Dub. I'm gonna oh go J Dub. I think he's he. I, I know he, where this guy's going. I, no, so I, I knew where it. he was going. No, nah, because really I don't want to hate Jalen Brown. No, it's not even that J Dub. You do hate Jalen Brown. He's far more advanced when Jalen Brown was 22. His game and J-Dub is smoother. Was 22. His game 100%. is indeed smoother. He has a lot of room to grow. Better handle. I, I'm not. See, I I, I just think Jalen Brown. No, I do. I think Jalen Brown has improved tremendously. Yes. But I think J Dub. It's probably going to be better than him. So, you know, I'm going to go J-Dub. Yeah, I'm going Jalen Williams as well. He's one of the smoothest players in the league, man. It's a clearing? He No, it's not a clearing. Because a lot of people in my comments today were telling me it was a clearing, I think no what we're doing is projecting. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah. Which is it's a, not a clearing. Right now, Jalen Brown's a better player. I think Jalen Williams will be the better player. It won't take long for him to get there. Can average 28. 28? Yeah. That's what Jalen Brown's averaging this year? No, no last, last year. year he, did. he averaged 27 last year. Oh, 26? Well, 27. No, I think like, it was 27. It was 27 points. I don't think he needs to average 28 to be better than him. I'm, all right. All right. 
Because to get to that point, like you say, you got to take a little bit. You got to give exactly. and you got to take. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take Jalen Brown, uh, but I understand your guys' logic. Shocked. Not shocking at all. Uh, next name, Brandon Ingram. Jalen Williams. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought we were. Th- um, J-Dub. J-Dub. Damn. I understand. Brandon Ingram. Ha- now, Brandon hasn't been playing all I like Brandon Ingram. He's a good player. Just once again, same thing with, with Jalen Brown. It's the same thing. Uh, J-Dub's more advanced at his age. I just think he'll be a better player than these guys. I'm going to take Brandon Ingram, but I understand J-Dub's potential, but... Does it feel like Brandon Ingram is kind of... Stalling? Peaked. It does feel like he has peaked. Right, like he's reached to what he can be. But it's not a bad thing. It's not. It's not. That's an all-star. Because the peak is, is an all-star. Can but I don't know Williams if... be the one on a team and bring them to, to the playoffs? Playing? I, I, I think... The eighth, they were the AFC two years ago. Oh. This was uh, well. Did, I would didn't say Zion do a shit ton of work that year. No, no, it was it was Ingram because Zion was hurt. But it was in a play. Right? J W. No, they were the eighth seed, seed against the Suns, and that it was a six game series. I thought that was the first year of playing. Pardon me. Zion did play a lot that year. No, because that wasn't Zion's rookie year. No, it was Zion's um, no, second this year. was this was two years ago, not last year where Zion played thirty one. This was the season that he was out entirely. This past season, no, a year <laughs> no, before, yeah, two years ago, two years ago. When they were the eighth seed versus the Suns. When the Warriors won the chip. 2022. He didn't play at all. He did not play at all. Come on, I know my Pelicans. Jalen Williams, to me, what? I'm taking him over Brandon Zion, Ingram. Zion, bro, come on. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I think Brandon Ingram, to me, I don't know if he's an all-NBA caliber player. And the question about Jalen Williams about if he could be a number one option on a team that is a play-in team. Playoff team. A play-in, playoff. No, they made the they playoffs. They're the eighth seed. <laughs> Would have been a play that was that. year what? I think that was year six, Brandon Ingram. It was. Took him some time. Yeah, year six, seven. And I think Jalen Williams, like in two years, could be that. Yeah, I got Jalen Williams. I'll okay. try to lean J-Dub. All right, next name, Scotty Barnes. Ooh, it's getting spicy. Jalen Williams fits teams okay. so much better. That was the playing year. What playing year? They played the playing. I understand that. Yeah. They beat the Clippers. That was the year Paul George got COVID, literally the day no, before the game. I didn't cap. They were the eighth seed. Oh, yeah, yes. No, they were, well, technically they were the ninth. Okay, but you understand what I mean. They yeah. made the playoffs. 36 and 46, I'm not fucking moved. 36, they were 36 and 46. And 46. No, for, but they gave the Suns Reggie. a good series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was also post-CJ McCollum, and CJ McCollum was yeah, playing yeah. some they great ball Reggie for Jackson them. They Jackson playing. Yeah, I'm not moved. But they gave they the, the Suns Zimmer. a great series. For sure, yeah, yeah. 36 and, and 46 leading the teams to the playoffs, that's not that impressive. Yeah, I'm not moving. But what did Brandon Ingram do in that series? Okay, sure, played, but you know, he that's played, all I care about. But you said the whole conversation was Brandon Ingram. Kind of, maybe CJ was probably the one that led I was them. thinking it was at least 41 and 41. No. 36 and 46 no. that's is nuts, that, Yeah, But they made it to the playoffs. But they made it, though, Dude, because... CJ led them, yes, didn't he? He averaged 26 and 10 when he got traded. Look at what Brandon Ingram did. They were 36 and 46. What did he do exactly? In the playoffs? He fried oh. the number two defensive you're, player of the year. You're talking about the year. playoffs. Hold on, hold on. Listen to this. CJ McCollum, when he got to the Pelicans, he played 26 games. Brendan Ingram was there for 55. Mm-hmm. When CJ got to the Pelicans, he averaged 24 a game, four and a half rebounds, 5.8 assists. Brendan Ingram averaged 22.7, 5.2 rebounds, and 5.6 assists. So... CJ played better than Brandon Ingram statistically, but not in the playoffs. No, well, I mean it's a six game. No, sample. not in the playoffs, but I'm not. Brandon Ingram did not lead them though. That's what. But he saying. also was being guarded by the guy who came in second place in DPOY, <sighs> and he. The more we look him. at that guy, though, the more we think that's actually no. But you made it sound like he, he carried a, a squad to the eighth seed. That didn't happen. Well, they did. They were the eighth seed. So they were ten games below five hundred. Didn't Booker get injured that series? No. Yes. No, they was healthy. Against the Pelicans, Devin Booker. 
He missed some games. Yes, he did. Yeah, nah. Let me check. 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 It was a six-game series. And he missed a game or two. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. All right, let's see. Maybe yes, I'm did. wrong. Nice. He only played three games. <laughs> oh, fuck out of here, baby. Yeah, yeah, I know. What did he really do? Scotty Barnes. Did you guys never answer the question at hand? We were cooking you. Now we're back. Um. Well, someone led a comment, and I'm sure it led Riv to doing some research. No, I'm actually a basketball reference. Good for you. Well Scotty's done. tough. I'm going to take Scotty personally. This one's close. It is. Can play make. So can so can J Dub. But the, the problem is, I think I don't think Scotty could be a number one. So you're taking Scotty over Jalen Brown. I don't know Brown? if J Dub could be a number one. That's one thing. But Scotty's in the number one okay. role right now, so it kind of looks yeah. funny. Because yeah, so. like you got Siakam there, but SJ's taking on more than yeah. Siakam was. But I think Jalen Williams could fit better into a number two, three role than Scotty. I agree. That's with that's, that. the, that's where the, that. that's where me and Dells was like, you know, chopping up. I think I'm going to J Dub here. I probably lean J Dub. I would lean J Dub. All right. Uh, Tobias Harris. Racist Tobias, man. That was crazy. Jalen Williams. Got it, had to name him. Uh, Tobias Harris. Uh, I, would definitely, I would definitely <laughs> go not, with J-Dub. J-Dub. Tobias has been great. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. J-Dub. Jalen What the fuck are we doing here? I'm naming small forwards. We need difficult. This is the positionless guy. Or I, the guy who's so focused right. on positions is doing these guys. Uh, Desmond Bain. Ooh. Desmond Bain right now. I like I would go J Dub personally. Actually, nah. You didn't take Jalen Brown. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I'll take Jalen. Right. I'll right. I'll take Jalen Williams. Chris Middleton. J Dub. It's not even a thought process. I'm not going to answer. Keegan Murray. J Dub. J Dub. Jalen Williams. All right. That's really it. I just took Jalen Brown over him. I wish we had some in there that we didn't take J Dub. Maybe that's a testament to. Which is why I said Jalen Brown, Brandon Ingram, because I still yes. think I like these guys more. Those are his. Oh, those would probably be his like his groupings in a couple of years. Which Maybe is why I named them to how great J Dub is going to be, or we're just being glazing. Very early high to the party, or we're glazing. Yes, I think you guys. I'm fine with you guys' thought process. He's the been most amazing. comments though will be the, the top comment on this video will be recency bias stuff on TikTok. I said Hame Hake is or J Dub. Oh, I have to go with J Dub. I'll go with J. Recency bias, man. Y'all so recency bias. How are you going to take him over Jalen Brown? I'm thinking about it right I now. I wouldn't do it. Would you take him over Brandon Ingram? I've admitted. I'm I said Brandon Ingram. Yeah, I am. I took Brandon Ingram. I took Jalen Brown. I, I took Scotty Barnes. Anymore, yeah. Other than that, every other player. I'm I looking forward to, to the public perception on J-Dub. What do you think it's going to be? You think people are going to be mad that we took him no. over all these guys? I really no. think he's a like fan people, favorite. I feel like pe- that's true, but I feel like people always say we overreact whenever we do something like this. Yeah, Bro, I told you. I put a poll up. Uh... Who would you rather long term, Jalen Brown or J Dub? Won the poll. I How voted J Dub. Fifty six point four to forty three point six. I think it's different with J Dub because he's not this like this high profile guy or this high yes. profile prospect. Like you got a people were violent for Caleb because Caleb was like you know he kind of get glazed a lot, but you know it, it's Caleb. But for J Dub, he's kind of low profile. Everybody likes him. His game is smooth. So I think this one would be easy. It's quiet. Yeah, it's just, no, he's shit quiet. shit just got viral too because Halliburton is back tonight. Oh, yeah, really? And Pascal playing. is making his Wait, debut. Oh, yeah. They're playing, They're uh, playing Portland, which yeah. is a little bit oh, sweet. I know. Would have liked some gas. <laughs> but still, it's kind of crazy. What are you playing next game? Let me check for you. I needed some gas. I, uh, I got this week in the NBA. I got two. One quick one. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Do you know who leads the NBA in rebounds for 48 minutes? Jared Allen. Who, number one? Number one. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought we were doing the top ten. Leads the no, no, no That's minute easy. required. Rudy That's Gobert? Easy. That's easy. It's somebody on the Celtics, bro. <laughs> He's uh, not slick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell my smile. Somebody on the Celtics. I know it's not Luke fucking Cornette. No. All right. Jalen Brown? No. Porzingis? No. J- Tatum? No. Sam fucking no. House. No, no, oh, no, okay. no, no. Derek White? Nope. It's a 19-year-old. Jordan Walsh. Jordan Walsh. Oh my god! I said Jalen Walsh. He played three Jordan minutes Walsh. the other night and got four rebounds. Uh, but my actual this week in the NBA, 
Shout out to NBA University. He put this tweet out. I found it interesting. Want to get your guys' thoughts. If the NBA did a real-life dynasty draft right now, who is your top five picks? It would be Jokic. It would be Giannis. It'd be Luka, Tatum. Let's do it. I want to hear That's an order. Shit. I want to hear an order. Wait, wait. Who is your five again? Uh, wait, what's the question? It's Jokic. If the NBA did a real-life dynasty draft... Oh, Luka goes one. Who's top five picks? I, I put Jokic out of respect for... Luka goes one. If you feel that way. No, he he definitely goes one. Because he's, he's younger than all of them. He's fucking... Well, Jokic is 28. I'm like, he's 28. He, yeah, I'm saying, but Luka's like 20. Giannis is 28. Still I think, young. I think Luka goes one. I think the Joker goes two. I think Giannis goes three. Okay, I'm fine with that. I think SGA might go four. And oh. I think Tatum might go five. I would reverse the two of them, but those are the five players. So there's one name that he lists that you guys haven't, but do you want to give yours? Anthony Edwards. Can I try to guess who he I listed? I think I know who it is. It's Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, oh. I don't think Victor goes top five. I think it was top ten. Ooh. He had mm. me University had Jokic one, Luka two, SGA three, Giannis four, Wemby five. Honorable mention: Tatum, Booker, Embiid, Edwards, Halley, Paolo, Chet. That would have been my five. I think Wemby's over Tatum in a dynasty draft. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Hey, I respect Tatum. I, Bro, I respect that's what I'm, Yeah, no, nah, he's been no, OD. Wemby's insane. He's Since been OD. to center. Yeah, 24 points yeah, per game, in right? 24 minutes. Yep. He, he's unbelievable, yeah. And at Tatum's being a rookie. ridiculous, too. Yes. No, he is, but he's... Wemby is... He's fucking 7'5". He's Did you see, and also, animal, that was going to be my This Week in the NBA, and so I did the Would but You I think, Rather. Okay. I'm sorry. Just, I'm no, sorry. Go, just go ahead and speak. Bro. I'm sorry, Drew. This is just basketball. You know, it's a little... You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think if you take... I think if you take Wemby over... If you take Wemby over Tatum, you got to take Wemby over SGA. You do. I, I believe that. I don't so think you have Wemby three. No, I'm, I didn't have my five. But I'm saying I, I had both. I had Tatum. I have, if I had Wemby, it would be like six, seven. I just I don't think there's a world where you look at uh, Tatum, SGA, and you look at Wemby. You like, yeah, Wemby's over Tatum, but he's not over SGA. I don't think SGA, and I love SGA. I don't think he provides this different stratosphere as opposed to Tatum to where you put him over Wemby. I think the argument against that is this: when it comes to Tatum and Wemby. I think what favors SGA in a conversation mm -hmm. is that he can be an offensive initiator. I think that's what favors him. Okay. So if you are first drafting a player, you know, you want a player that can initiate the offense that's, and be the point guard for the that's team. That's fair. So Tatum had 14 assists in the NBA Finals game. Game one. With Wemby and Bro, Jason, with no, Wemby no, and Jason Tatum, it was an ugly game. They're both they not won. facilitators. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. Tatum's a great defender, but Wemby has a chance to like he could turn around forward. a defense. And then offensively, the skill set that Wemby has is, is really unbelievable. It's so nuts. so is Tatum's. But so I think with SGA, it's just the playmaking aspect of it. Like we can rely on this guy to get an offensive initiator because with Wemby, you have to now start thinking about players who can but initiate. But you also have to you have to build the team because SGA cannot shoot. I don't mean I say he can't shoot, but his three point game isn't that great. So you have no. to build the team with a, a much spacing as opposed differently to Tatum. But I get what you're saying. You make it makes sense. Um, yeah. My five would be that though. I don't think I had was Luca one for all of you. Or you had Luka I had Luca three. Oh, Luka's I think Luca one is fair for me too. I'm cool with that. I think yeah, two Jokic, Giannis. I don't know, man. I, I really think that Wemby has an argument to be like top three. I'm fine with that too. Well, who would you take him over? You, yeah, just Ooh. the disrespect on an <laughs> NBA I was champion. Coming. I really did. Is crazy. I don't, I don't not, know about that. It's not disrespectful. No, it over. is. You're basically is. you're you're risking. At Wemby's age, to have a decade of being somebody being a compared to Shaq. contender compared to Giannis, who you know is going to be competing for championships, this the window is not as long as Wemby's. That's Wemby a tough one. I don't think he could be in top three. I think top five is respectable. Top three is, uh, I don't know. If you had a guarantee that he will not get hurt, you wouldn't take Wemby over Giannis? And if Dynasty draft, you're starting tomorrow? I think that's like a guarantee he doesn't get hurt? A guarantee he doesn't get hurt for his career. 
There's no guarantee, unfortunately. I know, but there's no guarantee <laughs> for no player. I'm going to take saying? Giannis. I'm taking Giannis. There's no guarantee for no player. Two-time MVP, I'd probably take player Giannis. of the year, finals I'd probably MVP. still take Giannis. Come on. Now. But Wemby's in the top five discussion. That's all the Wemby's crazy that He deserves that. He is. So let's just That's leave the case. Where the that. fuck is Shed at? They Shet? said he was he like... He said honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Tennis. Why? That's very high. Why can't he Why See, can't he be... That was going to be my... Why can't he be up there? That's what I was what saying. Has, what has Victor shown you that Shed hasn't? You know what I'm saying? Victor like, that's that gives you the gap. Other than hype and... People, you know, glazing and overrating. What has Victor shown you that Chet hasn't shown Overrating. You? Not overrating, but in the sense of, like, saying, like, it's because I don't think there's an insane gap between both of these players. I don't, I don't, think, think, so I, I don't think so. I think Chet has been hooping. Victor's been hooping for. You think that there's a gap in the ceiling of these two players, though? I mean. Because I think there is. Ceiling, there's a gap between Zion and 30 other players in terms of ceiling, but who's really going to reach it? But Zion is a bit of a different guy. I don't think so. I think uh, I don't have the injury concerns with Wemby like I did with Zion. You don't know that yet. No, I do. You know, he he take Victor takes care takes care of his body great. It's so it's so early though. You can it's take care early of your body though, all but time. you know he takes care of his body great, and I think just the skill set he has, what he could do defensively, is already more than Chet. Chet but what Chet can do defensively is just but what's the defense. Good. Probably. Chet's a better shooter. Probably. Too. Chet, better can, Chet can dribble. This ain't this ain't no regular deck. This is a dude that can whoa, dribble whoa, whoa. with him. So can, so can Wemby. Why are you acting like I'm saying he can't? No, I but like uh, it just sounds like you're saying that Chet does it better. And just like not, not not that Wemby can. That's no, how it sounds. I no, think no. Chet does dribble better. No, but I understand it what It sounds saying. like I'm saying we're saying Victor can do these things and Chet can't. Which oh, is no, wrong. I don't agree. With I that. think Chet yeah. can do these things. He can dribble. I agree. He's shown that sh- he can shoot the ball. Can. He's shown that he can also anchor a defense, an actual good defense. Of for course, sure. they have the players also. I'm not going to just. I know what you mean. Spurs don't. So have the, the ceiling is not a gap for you between those two players. What's the ceiling for Victor? Top five, top three, best in the world. MVP. And what's Chet? All right, like top ten, top eight. I think that's a gap though between the top eight and like. I mean, MVP. if you're a top, I mean, I, I guess it's a little gap. I'm not really like. Move the body. Am I crazy for saying Victor is still in his MVP of the league? No. I think he'd be an MVP. Chet can be an MVP. Can be. You think so? Yeah. I think Chet could be more defensive players of the years, like m- multiple. The thing is, Chet is Chet Chet these two uh, guys. Chet can be both. Did you, have you he seen can, Chet's but splits? I, like, this is the thing. Nuts. When winning both, bro, how many players have won both MVP and defense? Like, even LeBron yes, did it. Well, so to say Victor could the just guy, outright The guy do who it. you're trying to kick out of top three has done it. No, the Spurs, I'm talking about, we're talking the Spurs about, yeah, are also saying. building their team and yeah. the Thunder building it around SGA. Yeah, when will Chet ever get the opportunity to be like an MVP guy? Well, you're saying it's gonna be caliber type player. Chet has the tools to do that. If I'm I Chet, I'm trying to and stick with SGA as long as I have run this West. Insane. Yeah, he's awesome. I think Chet is awesome, but he's also playing. He's also playing off of one of the best players in the world. Yes, you know, the whole right team now. Is, is See, but that's what I was going to say. That was going to be my this week in the NBA before the Would You Rather. The, the the new Kia ladder says that the rookie of the year is Victor Wembanyama. I He's wanted to get your guys' opinion on that, but it's clear the, the opinions are clear that I don't know if I would say he's. I'm not against him being one, but at the same time, Chet Holmgren has just been such a all around player on top of being an efficient player as well. Yes, he's the number two on his team. Victor Wembanyama is the number one on a terrible team. But I feel like that also is in due part to the conversation of you see the success that that he's added to OKC. Is he the best player? No. Have they gotten significantly better because of his presence? I do firmly believe that. Sure. I mean, 
Chet didn't play last year. Chet plays this year. They're like a top two seed. Top I know. Seed. So no, that's that's not all directed to him. But no, he's one of no, the main no. Catalysts he, of is. That. he is. And Victor, oh Jesus Christ, Victor Vector. does have game like franchise changing potential for yeah. sure. Absolutely. But I don't think it's crazy to think that Chet also may not have the MVP franchise changing, but he has defensive changing uh, potential that's for a franchise. Adding, adding Chet to your team, I think down the road, hopefully he stays with Thunder. But you acquire him, you're looking at him like this is a piece that's going to get us to a championship. Like I think. Chet has that type of capability. He's I think every year, work. this argument for rookie of the year, I'm not, I don't really love it, especially when it's, it's close between two players, because I feel like people take it too seriously. Yeah, it's it's an award that really doesn't matter in the in the long scheme yeah. of things, in the long term well, of things. It doesn't got, really matter. I got fifty on Chet to win rookie of the year, so it matters to me. <laughs> you got to bet. Okay, I understand. I that. mean, I feel like the reason why they gave Scotty the award because he was winning. He was on a playoff team. That's what I'm saying. But, like, Cade was the better player. Cade, Cade was the better rookie that and, year. And I don't think that... <sighs> Marginally. I don't think that wins and losses should be... For rookies, should ...why not. you justify a rookie winning the award. I think Victor Wembanyama, as of recently, has been playing better than Shet. Ever yeah, since he yeah. moved to center, mm-hmm. he's been a different player, 24-9 and nine with... I think four blocks per game in 24 minutes. I mean, what he's doing is unreal in the amount of times that he's doing it. And he doesn't have ta- a talented team around him. The the player that fits be- best with him is Trey Jones. And, you know, he he might not even be like the eighth guy on OKC. That's a fact. You thought they hunt for the play, and I remember that. I, I thought Wemby would be that great, and he is. But he the, is team, the, the team the is worse than I thought. The team is so bad. Until they trade for Trey Young. Okay. That's and, what they said. And apparently got LeBron. Kill me now. That'd be cool. On the super team. Trade but that's why I think I think Wemby should be over I'd, Chet. I'd have to sit in a dark room and figure out. What I think I'm if do. the criteria is con- consistent, then Chet should be one. But it's not going to be consistent. You know, they, they're not going to let Victor not win. So you think Wemby has been the best rookie this year? No, I, no. What I'm saying is, I think what they the way they've done it is they've been inconsistent with it. If you give if Chet wins it, it'll be because the same way Scotty won it. You know, but I I agree with you. I think rookie of the year. You don't. You should not give a single fuck about how many. T- wins the team has because essentially most rookies are on bad the top rookies are on bad teams so they're not going to win a lot of games you should see how their progression is throughout the year how they played who's been the best rookie so victor has been the best rookie shet at one point was playing a little bit better than uh, victor but now victor is back in it and he's been playing better and you keep it how it goes i have this week in the nba can you guys guess the top 10 nba players in three-point percentage this season buddy hild is up there uh, Jalen Jalen Brunson's up here. One at a time. One at okay. a time. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is not top ten. Buddy Hield. Damn. Oh, Buddy Hield is not top KD. ten. Kevin Durant's number one. Kevin Durant's number three. Mm. Um. How many attempts do they get? Katie's at four point six. No, no, no. I'm asking, was there a limit on attempts, or is just like it's no limit on attempts? But everybody here is taking more than three. Damn, yo, Jalen Brunson's shooting like forty two percent. He's not up here. Halley. Tyrus Halliburton is not. Yeah, here. I didn't think so too. Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson is not here. Untouchable. Uh, Casey Wallace. Untouchable. Casey Wallace is not here. We'll get here. We'll get here. Don't worry. It's a lot of dudes. We'll get Kawhi? Here. Kawhi Leonard is 11. Damn. James Harden. James Harden is not here. Okay, he's also shooting like 43%. Paul George is shooting like 41, so I'm not even going to say Everybody that. here shooting above 44%. Fucking hell. Lord. Derek White? Derek White is not here. Think about specialists. Sam House? He's not he named the specialist. Curry's not even here. He's not. No, he's like a forty. He's, he's like shooting. Like right I, I thought it was forty ish. You got like, one so far. You got Kevin Durant. That was easy. <laughs> oh, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen's number one. Wow. Goodness gracious. And they want to trade him. They're fucking crazy. Well, they're trying to get a star, probably. Um. Um. Don't. Don't tell me. Don't. Don't say a word. I'm gonna get this. Jordan Hawkins. Jordan Hawkins is not here. I was. I was MPJ. 
MPJ's not here. No, I'm gonna get this. This 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 no this I'm gonna get this. Are most of them role players or star players? We or talked about one recently, just just now Maxie? on this podcast. No. Mitchell? Chet? Chet, no. Tobias Harris. Tobias, no. No, he's shooting 37. They are role players, though. Most of them. Kevin Durant, actually, yes. Kevin Durant was the only star. Okay. Yeah. Which makes sense. Malik Beasley? Malik Beasley's number two. Yeah. That's a good one. That's he's good been one. hooping. So, y'all got one, two, three. Allen, Beasley, Durant. That's one, two, three. Okay, okay. This, this is going to take some time. Let's, let's lock in, fellas. I'm angry. I'm actually not happy right now. There is a player that plays on the Clippers. Norman Powell? Powell? Norman Powell is number eight. Oh, wow. <laughs> that boy be straight. He shoots some bad threes, Casey too. Wallace was a great guest, Joel. Yeah, I was. He's been fucking great. He must be at like 40. Corey Kispert. Corey Kispert is not here. This shooter does play for a bad team, though. A bad team. Bogdanovich? Excuse me? Kobe White? No, 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 no. We're Neither not, of them? We're not bad. No. You're uh, kidding. No. I know. You're, You're painfully mid. Or you're 20, 23, actually. Yeah. That's painfully mid. Um, Neither of them's crazy because both of them, well, mostly Bogdan. Has one of the worst teams in the league. Devin Vassell? No, he's on the team, though. So f- it's not Brent Malachi. Is no. it Malachi? No. Terry Rozier shooting 38%. No, 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 no. I know, no, he's shooting 38 it's not Victor. It's not, it's not Trey Jones. It, it's not Vassell, you said? No, Doug McDermott. Doug McDermott mm. is number six. Yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. All right, all right. Seven, where's he at? East or West? <laughs> we need- uh, I'll tell you, there's there's uh, two players here left that are in the Eastern Conference. Okay. TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell, no. Playoff teams? Plays for the Pacers. Damn. Is it... Um, Andrew Nemhart. Yeah. Nope. Benedict? Nope. No. Is it uh, Naismith? It's Neesmith at number dope. four. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Is Malcolm Brogdon up here? He's not up here. Okay. It's another player that plays in the Eastern Conference on a team that recently has been struggling. Uh, it's your former guy. You yes, play so for many, your team. Yes, Caruso? So many, not Caruso. Fuck no. Has so many mid guys, it's really hard. I know. THT? <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, not THT. Lori's not, not up here. Nah, right? it's not Kuz. No. KCP? Nope. He said good that. No, he said mid. That they've fallen off. The team's fallen that off. Fa- is it the magic? Nope. Nets. Nets, yes. He's it's on the Nets. Nets. It's, it's, it's Dorian Finney Smith. No. Royce no, O'Neal. It's, it's Cam? Nope. Royce O'Neal? Nope. The fuck? He said he used to be on my squad. Yeah, there's one more. Didn't we? No. no. Good God, no. Why am I blanking on them so harsh right now? I can't think of who's... Lonnie. Lonnie. Yes. Lonnie. 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 Yes. Who's yeah, he's number seven. He's 45.5. Nah, he's Isaiah stroking. Joe up there. Isaiah Joe's not here, but Isaiah Joe is number 16. He's high. So cool. you have one, two, three players left, all in the Western Conference. Cool. All in the cool. West. Okay, okay. And you said oh, not Lloyd? Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray's not here. Kevin Herter. Nah, Kevin, Kevin Herter's not like here. 37. Fucking bum. The, these two players play for the top two seeds in the West right now. Okay. So it wasn't Isaiah Joe. Nas Reed. No, no, not Reed. Nas Reed. Crazy. There's one on the Timberwolves, though. One player. Uh, I know it ain't. It ain't Kyle Anderson. No. Why was that you even your guess? <laughs> it's <laughs> not Kyle Anderson. It'll be the next rotation. Is it Conley? <laughs> it is Mike Conley. Yeah. Wow. Mike Conley's shooting 45.2% from three. So then one person on the Thunder? Yes. Um, 
I said Isaiah Joe. It's it's not, said, and it's, it's not Kaysen. It's not Jay. It's, it's J-Dub? Dort. It's J Dub. J Dub oh. is shooting forty six point five percent from three. Yeah, he's going to clear Jalen. Forty six point six percent from three. <laughs> I apologize. Oh my! So God. right now, there's one more left. Is number ten. The top nine is Grayson, Malik Beasley, KD, Nee Smith, Jalen Williams, Doug McDermott, Lonnie Walker, Norman Powell, Mike Conley, and number ten plays for a Western Conference team that's like in the playoff mix. Not like a contender, but in the playoffs. All right, on Tim the Hardaway Lakers. Jr. No, nope. He's on the Lakers. He won a He's not a Lakers. Lakers. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking shit. No, no, no. Um, are they on? They on? Um, that's Houston. No, it's a team that's above them in the playoffs. So Phoenix. Nope. Lakers. Nope. <laughs> no, it's the Jazz. The Jazz. No, it's not the Jazz either. All right, so it's the Mavericks. It's the Kings. It's not the Mavericks Kings. either. That's the Pels. Well, I'm only going over it's the Pelicans. Yes, it's the Pels. It's not Jordan Hawkins, a, he it's said. It's not Jordan Hawkins. Mm. Herb Is Jones? It Trey Murphy. No, neither. Damn. Damn. It's not CJ. It is CJ. It is? Go. Yeah. CJ at 44.3%. He's shooting from three. God dang. There's a lot of players that are shooting amazing from three right now. That's crazy. We have a super chat. This is from CRZZ. Hot takes. One, due to mentality, Embiid is cemented to be Gen Z David Robinson. Two, 2023 Jordan Poole has less utility than 2017 Zaza Pachulia. Three, <laughs> for New York, Hartenstein over Mitchell Robinson. Oh, disagree, but. What are your thoughts on that? Hartenstein has been awesome. Offensively, uh, it's not close. Paul. And I, th- I think since Hartenstein is playing elite defense. There are times, more often than not, where I feel like when Harnstein's in the line, things just open up for the Knicks. So I don't think it's crazy. Harnstein's awesome. He's been playing a great basketball. Calling Embiid Gen Z David Robinson is a compliment. David Robinson was fucking great. I don't know exactly what he was a choker in his era. Still a champion. I know, but like the perception of him at the time was kind of what the perception of Joel Embiid right now is right now. I watched David Robinson highlights, and they're insane. No, no, for sure. But like the narrative about him, he didn't win until Tim Duncan got there, and before before he got Tim Duncan, the Spurs got Tim Duncan. The Spurs would always be a team that underachieved in the playoffs, and David Robinson would come up short in the playoffs. So I understand what he's saying with the Embiid comparison because it kind of feels like a similar trajectory for the two. This week in the NBA, talking about a team that you thought would be much better than what they actually are, the Brooklyn fucking Nets. Rest in peace, Biggie Smalls. Um, a, a lot's been going on over there. Apparently, Spencer Dinwiddie has lost his role. He's now being played behind Mikel Bridges. Can't, well, in terms of just getting the ball, Mikel, uh, Cam Johnson, and I'm missing somebody. I'm missing somebody. Cam Thomas. Yes, yes, yes. And apparently, he's liked tweets that talked about how something's fishy in Brooklyn. He's apparently quit on the team. You know, it looks like he doesn't want to be there anymore. And it goes to show that like, Brooklyn is 3 of 14 in their last 17 games. Um, They've been talking about being sellers at the deadline. Some rumors said they're being buyers. They have a lot of players that a lot of teams could literally use. You know, Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith, Cam Johnson, Mikel Bridges will all be great role players for playoff teams. And um, seems like everything is coming crashing down to Brooklyn, you know, from trading Kevin Durant last year, you know, a, a team who we thought could be a real legit team in the East, you know, Kevin Durant. And Jack Vaughn, when he first got there, they were playing great basketball. Then they trade Kevin Durant to Phoenix, trade Kyrie to Dallas. Then they kind of go on a little run with Mikel. He kind of shows them maybe this is what I can be this year. He hasn't been as good. And now this is a team that's kind of stuck in the middle because they haven't picked the 
a direction, you know, and being that they haven't picked a direction, they kind of don't know what to do. You know, the deadline is coming up soon. It will be February 8th, if I'm not mistaken, the trade deadline. And I hope Brooklyn finds a direction because keeping all these good players from playing playoff basketball because they will not make the playoffs kind of seems like a shitty move. You know, it's funny you, you bring that up as you're this week in the NBA because later on when we talk about another topic, we're going to be talking about the Brooklyn Nets also. Sam Trill sent Super Chat. Love y'all, bro. Keep me sane at my job. Y'all keep me sane at my job. Shout out to Sam Trill. Appreciate you, bro. For the Super Chat, we appreciate your viewership. Santos goes, I'm accepting your challenge, but can I get clips from last year? I'm going to leave that up to Joel. Also, you saw my video, but can't like it. Yeah, there was no way. <laughs> Saying you're not showing love. There was no way. Try to snake me. Prick. I'm um, Santos. You could do whatever you want. I would prefer it's, it's videos from this year. I mean... Is, is blaming play callers for mid-quarterback play, like, time-dependent? I don't know. Is it? I, I don't know. At least if I do it year-to-year, year, at least I'm consistent. I would hope for it to be a recent clip because I feel like it has been, and I remember it from this year. So I would say this this uh It this better be from sure. the show, Santos. If it's not from the show, I will not be accepting it as valid. Damian Delgado goes, what would a Grayson Allen trade look like? One that does not exist. I don't know why you're trying to move off one of the best role players in the NBA. Be right dumb. Now. And I feel like this ties in perfectly to Hot and Cold, which is a new segment we're going to be doing weekly for the NBA. Uh, in the NBA, everything changes week to week, and there are teams that go on win streaks. There are teams that start losing, and it feels like it happens weekly because the NBA there's so many games in it. For me, it's the Phoenix Suns three game win streak at the time of this recording. The big three is is healthy, and I'm just hoping for the continued health mm. of this big three. If they can play 10 to 15 more games together, I can get a better gauge of what they're going to be. I think the comeback versus the Kings was was great. A little bit fluky. They really caught hot <laughs> in the fourth. But, man, if the Suns can get clicking like this, if the big three can get going, and then you have Grayson Allen shooting the way he's shooting, I think these role players are good enough. But the big three have to carry their weight of the team offensively as well. They're playing some good basketball, and I'm just hoping for the continued health of this team. Um, I'll go next because your team played the team I got. That's Sacramento Kings. It's funny because I tweeted out a couple weeks ago that the Kings are terrible. This was when they played the Pistons, and they were down big early in the first quarter. I said, I don't even care if they come back and win. I have not moved by the Kings. They've lost four in a row, lost five of their last seven. Two wins they have is over are over the Pistons and the Hornets. Their last win against a top six seed in either conference came a month ago, December 14th. They haven't been that great. Um, you know, I think coming into this season, I had higher expectations for them because of what they did in the regular season last year. I saw them similar where I thought they would have a good regular season but struggle again in the postseason just because I didn't know if they were talented enough. And these last couple games have been really bad. Last night they lost against the Pacers to a team without Tyrese or Siakam hadn't made his debut yet. And the last two games, free throws has been a pretty big issue for them. Uh, they shot 14 of 32 against the Pacers. They missed 14 free throws and lost that game by five. And then you mentioned the Suns game. Uh, they had that game in the bag. They were up 22 with eight minutes to go. And uh, the Suns finished the game off on a 23-4 to four run to win the game. You had KD go off for 15. Grayson hit some shots. Um, Eric Gordon hit a couple threes too. They, were got, they got really hot from the three-point line. They went seven for 11. When you allow that type of shooting, it's going to be hard to win. 
But this is a team that's that struggled in the clutch over this past month of the season. In the last 15 games, they've had eight clutch games. They're three and five, which is seventh worst in the NBA. Oof. And the free throws have been an issue because they're seventh highest in free throw rate, but they're shooting just 63% from the line and 18th offensive rate in the clutch. So these te- this team has been keeping it close in some of these games, but down the stretch, even though we've seen Fox have big buckets, Sabonis is having a career year in some aspects. Keegan has improved. Malik Monk should be sixth man of the year conversation. Um, down the stretch, they haven't been that same team that I think last year that got them to the to the three seed. Uh, the team I wanted to talk about was the the Cavaliers, but I'm gonna allow my my brother in Christ River Brown to talk about talk them. About a team you don't watch is funny. Um, that's wrong because when we did the topic list, you know, I should say, excuse me, me and Joel did the topic list. Um, that was one of the co- that one of the topics that I wanted to talk about. Were we wrong about the Cleveland Cavaliers? They've been playing some awesome basketball. Donovan Mitchell. Brings the season total 28 points per game. He's been awesome. But let me not talk about the Cavaliers. Like I said, that's going to be River Brown. But let me talk about my Lakers, of course, if you're not surprised. Uh, Two-game win streak against OKC, against the Mavericks. Uh, I, look at, I look at one thing and one thing only. The fact that Darvin Ham finally decided to wisen up and play the lineup that got us to the WCF. And that is D'Lo, Austin Reeves, LeBron James, Jared Vanderbilt, and Anthony Davis. But when I mentioned this weeks ago, they had only accumulated three minutes together this season. And I understand that that's due to Vanderbilt's health. But he got healthy, and he still wasn't playing on a consistent basis, especially with those guys. But now Darvin finally had an epiphany, a realization. Let's get back to what's worked. Two games in a row, we've been playing some great basketball, both of these games without Cam Reddish. And I bring that up because I don't think Cam's a fit for us, unfortunately. He's a great defender, no doubt about it, but his offensive game's such a minus that you can only have one or the other. And I think that on ball, Jared Vanderbilt is just a little bit better for us. And so I look at just the way that we played against both of these teams, against the Mavericks, no Exum, no Green, I get that. But Luka Doncic was back. And a big thing that I've said is, the, the, the Lakers are going to play excellent basketball. You just need to trust that it's going to hit when it matters most. Don't judge them based off the regular season because constantly people are just going to say, oh, with the record, the record, the record. But finally, finally, we had the lineup going that got us some success. And, of course, I understand. I would like to see us in a more comfortable spot. But what matters to me is, is the playoffs. And I know the Lakers will get there. But – just take it easy, relax, allow yourself to reassess the, the Los Angeles Lakers. Don't allow your bias to come into the conversation because you understand what they can be. I think just the Lakers need to get into that top four seed. Top four or five seed. We were having that conversation. I don't know four. Because last year you were seven, correct? We were seven. Seven this year is not playing Memphis. You can correct. be playing Minnesota, OKC, or Denver most likely, or even LA, the Clippers. I say the, <laughs> the, the, the series versus the Clippers. Great, oh great series. We've played well against them Five in the games. season. <laughs> God, we're crazy. Five uh, games, you guys would win? Five yeah, it's foolish. Um, because when you, Clippers? Pl- yeah, five games. You play us at full strength, you guys lost. You uh, said regular season don't five? matter. No, I understand, but Bro, we're going off what we five, five yeah. games, that's ridiculous. Maybe I would six. say six. So you should just be nice. That means they, they get the game five LeBron, and the game six AD. we ended. Yeah. We're like so much better than the Lakers. I think they're a better team than you guys. Like, good amount. I think the Clippers are playing some great ball, but we understand When's what happens. When's the last time you guys time. played Lakers and Clippers? That was like it was a week a couple ago. Week ago oh, yeah. Do any of us generally think the Lakers are doing anything in the playoffs this year? Us or him? You should really ask him. Well, here's question. the thing. I'm rooting for my Lakers. I do. I will always root for them. Should never. Um, do I understand that you look at some of these top teams, specifically the 
the Thunder, the Nuggets, Why you respect to the, the Wolves, Clippers, the Clippers. I, like I was going over all of them. You just interrupted. I think a simpler question is like, is it a lot to ask of the Lakers to go on a, deep, on a deep playoff run, given the roster they have? I wouldn't say that. I think that last year you saw what we can do uh, when we, we do have this lineup. It was just a matter of when the fuck is Darvin Ham going to put it back out on the ball court? Mm. So finally now we're starting to see it, and back-to-back we see it translate into wins. Uh, just don't make judgments off of December, January games. Do you, but don't you think it's like starting off slow is again is not the ideal move? I, I, I'm with you. I'm As a fan watching, I don't like to see us come out the gate slow, but it, it's just been a, 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 a history of ours. But we do come correct late in the game. We could struggle in the first half, but in that second half, we're going to turn it on. Against the Mavericks, that wasn't the case. Against the Thunder, that wasn't the case. So that's always a great note. But again, it starts with what lines being put out there. I, I don't know if Cam Reddish will be on this team or if he's going to be seeing uh, a good amount of minutes when he is back from injury because I just personally don't think he's a good fit for us. Uh, we need to limit the the lack of shooting that's on the, sure. the, the court at all times. D'Angelo Russell, it's it helps that he's been playing some awesome basketball for us recently. Reeves is getting back into the swings of things. I don't want to look too much into it, but I don't know if Austin Reeves loves Darvin Ham. Even though Darvin Ham obviously been in the been the coach that has been I'll be in the time. Too. Yeah, you've just been playing with Austin's minutes too much. You know that Austin, at least I believe, Austin is the third most important player on our team 100%. if we want to do something. I think D'Lo is definitely in that conversation too. But for how much on ball responsibility he has, I I think that it's imperative we get him out there. He's been struggling a little bit from three point range, but his shot diet's still great that he's still shooting almost fifty percent from the field. I think that we need that one real on-ball perimeter defender. That is Jared Vanderbilt. Ideally, he knocks down a couple of threes. But Anthony Davis has been such a force defensively and offensively. I mean, I can't speak enough about how great Anthony Davis has been this season. But again, just put hate aside. Understand the Lakers will be okay. That was a nice monologue you did, too. And, you know, you guys have been dealing with some injuries, for sure. You know, and you couldn't really... Get over the hump and deal with the adversity. But another team. <laughs> another <laughs> like that. team that's been I dealing like that. with a lot of, of really a shit ton of adversity is the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know. Coming off a, a pretty de- death-defying, disappointing playoff series in which they got absolutely butt-fucked <laughs> by the New York Knicks. Um, you know, it was just an embarrassing from all facts. They got right. out, out physical. Like, they were just outmanned, outmatched. They just couldn't do anything with them. They needed to make some changes. And in the offseason, they grabbed a couple of uh, known shooters in Yang, Max Struess, you know. And, Twinsky and, went crazy. And they felt like, all right, we made a good enough moves of what we can do this offseason. Let's try to make a run. Then, to start the season off, Jared Allen misses some time, right? And then Garland, he gets hit in his face in a Toronto Was game, right? Broken jaw, Yeah, right? some shit like his face looked yeah. all fucked up. So then they missed the – then they come back. And then Darius Garland and Mobley go down. And then you just see this team battered with injuries from the star players. And Donovan Mitchell says, this, this one's for them, you know. 11-3 yeah. and three in their last four team, and they're not world beaters. They haven't beaten the greatest competition. But it's about the chemistry, and I think that's, you know, and J.B. Bickerstaff, he was talking about it in his postgame. You know, that's the one thing he kept highlighting is the fact that the chemistry on this team, like they genuinely like each other inside and outside, off the court, on the court. And that's something that's keeping it alive. And, you know, I got some stats to back that up because I felt like I had to go in my stat bag for this. Sometimes you got to. For sure. In November, the Cavaliers ranked 19th in offensive rebounding percentage, 27.7. And 21st in overall rebounding percentage, 49.7. 
for December, for December, there was improvement. You know, they averaged 32.2 in offensive rebound percentage in eighth overall, which is good. But in January, five games, they've ranked third in offensive rebound percentage, mm. and that's second overall, which is, right. can go into the fact that they're playing hard for each other. They're playing together definitely. for each other. They've definitely been more, I'm going to go to war for my brother next to me. So I, I think another stat, of course, the Cavs averaged 14 second chance points, which ranked 20th in November, 18th, which was first in December, and 20th, which was first in January so far. So they've upped the second chance points. They've upped the rebounding, which I think has been just important. And then, of course, in this, in pardon me, in December they did a big emphasis on three point shooting. In November, an average of 30.1 three point attempts per game. December it jumped up to 41.2. In January. Hovering around 39.6. So they've just been saying, fucker, we're going to pull the trigger. I mean, you paid all these guys to shoot. Sam Merrill has jumped into the lineup. He's been shooting it at a good clip. And I think this Cavs team, well, they may not be world beaters. You know, in the East where you look at Boston, they're the only team that's probably like the consensus best in the league. You look at all these other teams, they all have something to figure out. And for a Cavs team that wants to keep Donovan Mitchell, for a Cavs team that wants to continue to get better, continue to improve, this is the East where you now – you're faced with Indiana and Halley and Siakam. You got Jalen Brunson, the Knicks. You have to go toe-to-toe with these guys. You need your guys to be healthy, and you also need your role players to step up, and I think the Cavs have done that. My hesitancy on the Cavaliers right now, and I hate to you know, burst your bubble, but it, it kind of signifies to me that Mitchell is better when he's not playing with Garland, and Allen is better when he's not playing with Mobley. And Garland's better when he's not playing with Mitchell. Oh! And when they all play together, the fit is odd. So when they're actually all healthy, I don't know what this group Which truly sucks. is. The reason I disagree with you is because Donovan Mitchell has it, statistically his numbers don't go super up without Darius Garland. And the thing, the only thing I disagree on that part is I think they can play together, JB and them both together, just having to figure out the proper way to play together. I think they do have the styles where they can play together, they can play different roles. They just haven't fully found it. And it, it could be a short uh, situation where uh, Mitchell could leave this offseason and never figure it out. You know, but I don't know. They won a shit ton of games with all five of them were healthy last year. You know, and this year, of course, they've been dealing with the injury bug, so it probably looks that way, and that's it's not a bad take to have. But Jared Allen, J.B. Bickerstaff needs to find a way to get Jared Allen more involved in the offense when Evan Mobley gets back. He needs to find a way to to get this backcourt to coexist. He's been amazing. If, if he doesn't, then, of course, that looks like shit. We're grinding. Got the shit up already. We're recording right now. I know. Look at us. Jess just sent it to me. Shout Jess to is grinding. Shout yeah. out Jess. She was grinding. She was uh, she made the thumbnails and she made. Shout the, out to Jess for doing her job. Shout out to Jess. The whole team works here, man. You the whole really? team works. We all, all right. working. All oh, work. now he's deflecting on you. Whoa! I just feel like I'm here, you know, doing my prize picks, and somebody just can't do it. You know? Wow! I haven't done prize picks since we started. I haven't done anything from what I from what I'm, I love. I'm not for. able to. Yeah. I don't. Enjoy, I don't appreciate this right yeah. now. It's okay. Riv, you have at least a month that you can't talk shit about other people. That's just not my character. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not in my nature, you know? But I feel like you guys are going to be surprised at my pick for the worst GM job in the league. My pick is the Golden State Warriors. I have the same pick. Really? I think it's the worst sure. GM job in the league. That was a real abrupt change to it. But I will say, uh, mine was the Brooklyn Nets. I th- I, Let's have some fun. I don't think that there's... I, the Wizards were an obvious one also because it's like Ignoring that direction is tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, of teams that are like mediocre, why would I want the Nets job? They're the team of 
very great role players. Like they have some really great role players, but no no real stars. And I say that with respect to a Mikael Bridges. Um, no picks in this upcoming draft. Yikes! What are we? What, how do we get better here? What What's the plan of getting better if I'm the Brooklyn Nets? How do I build a contending team? You once were at the mountaintop. You had KD, Kyrie, James Harden. You turned that into this. It hasn't been an ideal situation right. for the Brooklyn Nets. They're the epitome of average, unfortunately. And it's a team that's not going to get much better quickly. I do think the Nets are the worst GM job. Golden State, the only thing that stops Great me from answer. saying that is if the day comes, this is if Steph Curry ever gets moved. You could get a haul for Steph Curry, and you can set yourself up for the future. You saw the only person. I think you sent that to me. The only person to hit up, uh, to hit up uh, Bob Myers for Steph Curry was Danny Danny Ainge. Ainge. Yeah, that's the only thing because he's an idiot. He's funny. Listen, if if Steph maybe he just wants (laughs) to ride out with the Warriors. He's funny, but. I mean, you're going to go, how many years Steph's going to be like, uh, I don't want to think about that. Else? Steph is going to dirt Dells, you're smart. You're smart. You're very, you're, like, I, I consider you one of the smartest men I've, I've ever met. You know what Steph you is the one dude that would never get moved. Like, he w- no, but not, you think, not. I think it's more so Steph saying no than the front office. If I'm the front office, bro, You think the front office would move no, Steph? No, no, Steph would go to the front office and That's say, That's the only way. The front office would never do it. Oh, I'm if, saying if Steph was like, listen, shit, we've had a great run. It would be best for me to, to move yet. on. It would be best for you to move on. You get a hole there. Steph That's only... to go yet, Steph is a warrior for life. He, he's retiring with we, that team. All I'm saying is some crazy are happening. Crazy crazy things he happen. loves those crazy things. Crazy People things thought happen. Tony Parker would retire Spur. You're cooking. Yeah, I mean... Shit happens all the time. It's a little different. to Charlotte. No, so much different. Because Tim Duncan retired in Spur. Well, that... And that's the Steph. No, most definitely. Tony Parker had some years. Curry's just accomplished. He's He's accomplished so much. I think his legacy solidified to the point where it's nice to go get another ring, but he doesn't need to. You know, I think the the moment that solidified his legacy was winning without Kevin Durant. Once he won that, once he got the finals MVP, he got the monkey off his back. Is it wrong that? Let me I want another one. Let me not. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I'm a LeBron so fan. Steph's got to be there thinking like, I can no, he wants like another this. one. He, yeah. he LeBron, wants another. LeBron's legacy cemented. He may not. He may not Steph. need it, but same thing with LeBron. Same it. thing. Same of course, thing with Kevin he Durant. wants it. But does he want it enough to say, I want to move my family yes, out of this, out of where my character. home has been since I've got drafted? LeBron said, I'm gone from from Cleveland. LeBron was taking two year deals between every stop. Here's how I look at it. In Dell's legend. Was, you, you didn't say nothing crazy. The thing, the only difference is that's not Steph's character. It's never been like with LeBron. But the it, team's also been insane for yeah. you know. And you know what? I feel like LeBron. It was easy to yes. kind of predict when he was gonna move on because he's a. Yes. Yo, if you ain't gonna do this, I'm out. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck about. Then I ain't got no real. Like, but also those Cavs teams weren't as competitive it, as for the, sure. As but the there's, there's been I mean. Steph years where he like like there hasn't been those crazy. It hasn't been no crazy. It was like two years over a ten year period. I feel like the difference between I feel like back won a chip. That wasn't a bomb squad. Huh? That wasn't a bomb no, squad. No, it wasn't. But you were competing. The year that you guys won? Yeah, 2022? It wasn't. It was an awesome team, though. I mean, that's like the foundational Golden State Warriors yeah. team that we that knew. That was a team that yes. won a shit before, KD. Wouldn't say we loved, but we knew. We loved that team. 2022? Y'all love them. Y'all love It was a great them. team. Everybody had fun. We had the pool parties. I'll say this. I appreciate, I respect that championship. Whoa, whoa. I never say I love the Warriors. I'll be dead before that happens. Me too. I respect the hell out of y'all for that chip. That's easily the most meaningful chip in Steph Curry's career, in my opinion. I think there's a difference between LeBron and Steph in in the fact that... Even Kevin Durant, the snake. LeBron LeBron wanted to chase Michael Jordan. You're right. LeBron wanted to be the best player ever. He wanted to be viewed as that. I think Steph Curry is 
is too far along that pathway to get to that point. He already thinks he's better than Magic. He has yeah. nothing. And to honestly, bro, the public perception on Steph versus Magic is Steph. And that's the public is perception. It? Yes. The new I media, yeah. I'll say this, sure. this generation undoubtedly. For sure. The old guys still think, you know, Magic, you know. But it's not like Steph is like. Magic had some good. And I agree with you. He's 1A, 1B point guard of all time. It doesn't matter. I think. All three of us are kind of in line because I think what Dell says kind of goes into what me and Joel are saying. Why that's the worst uh, GM spot because they they're in a position where they can't move off of Steph. Like there's just no way you will go to Steph and be like I kind of want to trade you. you and can't at move the same off time, of Clay, you can't Dre. move off Clay and Drake because Steph won't allow you to. Yes. And now after they leave, you kind of ain't gonna have shit so to really build on. Low key, but he's earned enough to fuck <laughs> yeah, you. Okay. So that's it's valid. like he's done enough where that's he can valid. just fuck you and you can just go about your way. With the Warriors GM job, I just think that the ending of dynasties are ugly. They yep. always this end poorly. Uh, you see how it ended with the Patriots dynasty with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Did you say the Spurs ended ugly? I would say no, personally. Because the how did it left, really end? Steph, De- Tim Duncan left first. Correct. Which is why I say no. Yeah. I don't know if it ended. Would you terribly. say the Celtics ended ugly? I would say no. I think with the Ray S- Allen shit. No, with with that the, wasn't a di- dynasty. Wait, you talking about Larry Bird? Oh, you're saying why 80s. isn't that a dynasty? They Paul won three chips. Pierce and Ray Allen. No, I'm not talking about, about the eighties. Um, yeah, Larry Bird. That's why yeah. I said Larry Bird. Yeah. It's a different time. But it didn't end ugly. No, because they retired. It's I don't know, bro. I, that, that's way behind my Bird time. Bird messed up his I back. Have no idea. Yeah. I mean, just as a, a historian, you should just know, yeah, he, he got hurt, and then obviously they went around their way. Same with the Lakers. The big three in Boston, though, ended ugly. For most definitely. The Lakers. But big... that's not a dynasty. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, teams that, like, the end of an era. Like, the they Lakers ended dynasty, up ugly. The 2009-2010 ones? No, the Shaq and Kobe one ended ugly. I agree. The, like, yes. The big three wasn't a dynasty, but they were together for a while. Would the you Bulls call the ended 2009? Ugly. Most definitely. Good point. So we're talking about the Bulls, the and Lakers. Steve Kerr might get fired this offseason. And then the Warriors. We talk, we're talking about three. Three of the best. Yes, dynasties of this point. era ending Can't ugly. Wait. And if <laughs> like right now, if you're the GM of the Warriors, the organization like is very much, it's player run. He needs to go too. The he org- just got there. Yeah, he did. Literally just got there. But he's just the face, bro. He's just the face. Steph Curry I, runs and that's why I think Bob talk Myers stepped down because Bob Myers wasn't able to do no, what Bob he Bob Myers was bad. He won a ah, chip. No, he wasn't. He, I don't I think mean, he the was. Draft, a, I think that the draft is fake. That's crazy. crazy. He was good. He wasn't great. He was good. He did a. He realized, yo, I he sold my soul draft. for this championship, even though it was really Steph Curry. Talk to me. Why was he bad? I'm, I'm going to hear. Why was he bad? The the draft picks really are why. Is, it, I is the Wiseman like one bad. that one that really Wiseman Kaminga? But he was good on picking up free agents. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. But drafting, he wasn't that, he's not that good. That's why I'm saying he's not bad. Jerry, Jerry, no, Jerry West did no, that. No, he didn't. He didn't draft. Jerry didn't West draft did that. that. That's why Jerry West is the goat, by far the best. Bob Myers gets respect for the he's championship. He's good. He's not bad. I would say he's good. All right, I can level. He's good. He, he's definitely. He was not one of the greatest GMs. No, 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 no. He gave some bad contracts that ended up biting you in the ass. But the goat won. The, the, the well, I still think. Clay's not that great of a contract. We didn't pay him. Wiggins, oh, not that great him. of a no, that's contract. That's not fair. They paid him and then he tore his ACL. Nah, bro. Twice. Uh, nah, bro. Um, Bob Myers drafted Draymond, Harrison Barnes, and Kayvon Looney. Was he there or did he draft No, them? he drafted them. The, he was there's the an ar- there's an Yes, there's an oh, article called was, um, The Architect of the Golden State Era. I thought it was somebody else. Jerry West. I don't. I didn't, I didn't know Step, Bob. No, Draymond was after them. No, Bob drafted Dre and Clay. He didn't draft Steph. No, no, I'm, I didn't say he drafted oh, Steph. Oh, who'd you say? I'm saying Draymond, Harrison, yes, Barnes, yes, yes, Looney. Yes. I, that's what I thought you said. No, he didn't draft Steph, though. Somebody yeah. else drafted Steph. J- Jerry West was the Golden State Warriors yeah, no, he GM said Draymond, from 11 So these are the 17. moves that Bob Myers has made. He drafted Draymond Green. He traded for Andre Iguodala. 
Yeah, that was a good move. Great move. He drafted uh, Harrison Barnes. Oh, and gave up. No, that was a Kayvon really Looney. good one. He, he was up the Sean one. Livingston. He was the one to bring on Steve Kerr yeah, right. to the team, which is, you know, the system that's what led them He's to good. explode. They signed Kevin Durant. They traded for Andrew Wiggins. Was he just in house when this all happened? He might have been in house. No, he was a GM. No, the GM was Jerry West. Wait, for the Warriors. Yes. Oh, 2009. Yeah, 2009. That's when Steph was drafted. We're talking about he's talking about Dre and them. Yeah, I'm not talking about after. I understand. And I don't I don't think Jerry West was ever the GM. He was just a consultant for the team. No, he was the GM, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was the GM for the Clippers. No, he went he left the Warriors to go to the Clippers. Ah. Oh, was he a GM of the Warriors? I don't think he was. Let me check. He was in house. I know he was in house. Yeah, he was a consultant. All right, so the GM. Bob Myers, 2013 to 2021. Larry Riley. 2010 to 2012, Larry Riley. 2005 to 2009, Chris Smoke. Because it says Golden State Warriors executive Jerry West will be ending his six-year run with the team that that he helped create. Executive is just your part of the front office. Yeah, executive is not a GM. GM. I mean, I'm sure he had a big impact. He was giving his voice. It was definitely in there. Yeah, Yeah, I'm looking at the... They're saying he was a consultant, but has had a significant role with the operation. Yeah, no doubt. Just like he had one with the Clippers, too. Wrong of me. Wrong of me to say that I credit Jerry West more so for the success of He was probably in there because he he thinks highly of Steph. He he had a role. um, Bob Myers, he didn't draft Clay or Steph, but everybody after that, he did. And, you know... Those, I mean, he was an advisor to the owner. That's what I, I just looked it up. The like, Warriors uh, had buddies. some of the yeah. best benches <laughs> of our era. You know, Marie Space, Sean Livingston, Landry Barbosa, David West. Yeah, yeah you draft. Fessizili was good for a time. David Lee was good for, for them. For Let a me time. not disrespect uh, Bob. Then most definitely, I think bad is a stretch. Good no is doubt. for sure the word. Because then when the going got tough, he was Gonzo. It was wild how he left us. I think he left though because he knows there's nothing to do. We know who should have left. The other other guy pulling the strings. Yeah, the the real puppet master here. I I feel like Bob Myers just didn't want to be a puppet. He wanted to have a say and make decisions. And I I think Mike Dunleavy doesn't have that power. Like that's why the Warriors GM job is bad to me because the players have the pull. If Steph says you're not trading Clay and Dre, you're not trading them. Yeah. So you have no way to build the roster in the way that you want to build it. If you say that the players had the most pull, let's say for 2022, right? It was still good enough to get you a championship. But all the moves leading up to that were made by you know, the executive. Do you guys think we could have had a better package than what the Pacers gave um, what the Pacers gave Toronto? No, I don't know. They said that the Warriors offered a package and that Toronto wasn't, wasn't interested. But they cuz they cuz they didn't want to put Kaming in the deal. Well, it's three picks, Bruce. You would think uh. I, think, I guess right? it depends how they value those young players. How they feel about Moody. How they feel about Kaminga. I was gonna say y'all don't even have your first round pick this year. Am I, if I'm, it's protected. We have the next one the year after that, and like two more. Okay. The other bad thing much. about the job is that you now have the responsibility to live up to a dynasty. Yeah. That's the worst part of the job. Got to start from scratch. Yeah. I mean, I think it's. Are we gonna go into the next era of Warriors basketball? Be like, if they don't want a dynasty. If they don't get dynasty again, it's over. To be fair, just don't take this as disrespect. I, I I feel as though it's different as opposed to like the Boston era with Paul Pierce and them transitioning into the Tatum era. Mm-hmm. Why it's like they don't have to live up to too much because Boston the big three underachieved, yeah. so they well, don't have they don't have to go in there because it, it's always a well this group was here. What can you do for me? You know what I'm it's saying about expectations for sure. But the expectations is and that's the thing. The expectation for y'all is just get to the finals, get to the finals, get to the finals. Though, they too. expect you to um, get there. The, but for the Warriors the now, the expectation is going to be well. We need to see two chips. What's the, what's the expectation for the Lakers every year? 
win, 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 chip, chip, chip. Same with the Celtics. To a degree, but it's not as at this broader. No, at, at, at this, this point, point now, yeah. Chip, but chip, before chip. it wasn't it's like been chip, 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 pride for two, two years. Two years. years. Like, that's two that's years. it. But the Warriors is going to be like we chip, 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 ring, ring, yeah. ring. I think that low period the Lakers had after Kobe retired is going to be what the Warriors are going to go through yeah. for like a five Robert years. Yeah, you're not going to you're not going to have anything. How am I expecting you to win a chip and you don't got a top ten player? I'm not saying I win a championship, but I think they're going to be like very uncompetitive. That Lakers draft after Kobe retired. It's laid the foundation for them to win a championship. They drafted Ingram, Julius Randle, D'Lo. They really, yeah, OD. It, that, it was great to trade those players. Josh Hart was, was another one. Was, is in Lonzo class? Or was he before? Oh, no, 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 before. No, Randle played with Kobe. No, yeah, he got hurt, I'm saying. Yeah, the first year. Question, does Steve Kerr get re-signed? This, this is last year on his deal. Oh, you should tell me. No, I'm asking you guys. I know where I want to go. <laughs> He's not going to come back. Yeah, you, you I think, think he'll he, find another job. So you don't think, you think Steph's going to vouch for Clay and Dre, but he's not going to vouch for Steve? I think, or you think, or you think Dunleavy's going to be like, listen, yo, you're one really this done go. with Kerr. No, I think what I was going to say was because you uh, said he's going to find another job. I do think he does retire and like take a year or two off. I do think yeah. he Steve, does that. Yeah, I think he does take a year. He's or two not going to go to a situation where. Yeah, he's I don't made. think I don't think he's going to go right away to another place. I think he'll take some time off. But if Steph does vouch for fucked because he's going to get resigned in a heartbeat, you have no loyalty. You have not watched every game. I understand that. I have not watched just every like, game. I, but I don't that wanna, being said, you're disrespecting the guy who came no, 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 in and no. changed it. It's to see, here's the problem. You want you want me to be loyal, but you got to change with the NBA. He won two years ago. I, Give no, him a break. The only, the, the only dude I'm loyal to you're is Steph crazy. Curry. Who, who also has been a constant in that, though? Drake can stay. I don't have a problem with Drake but staying. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr and Clay can go. Yeah, you're getting We're trying rude. to get better. You know, it's funny because I, there's a lot of Warriors fans that I see online and... They're loyal to Clay and Steve Kerr and just the foundation of the team. I know Frank doesn't like Steve Kerr. I've seen seen Kerr. They want Kerr. They loyal to Clay. I get it. I've seen Kerr. They want Kerr gone. The thing is, I understand wanting Kerr gone. I've been wanting Clay going on. I think minute. it's I think it's fine. You would have had him gone in 2017. Loki, Loki, Loki. You need to try something new with Steph. That's, that, that while while we you. know Steph is still a great player, a top keep, five player in the world, like we you need to try something with Steph because you can't try something three years from now. Yeah, Steph's not a top you, five player. You can't keep it. gutting out these roles. I have this old ass nigga running around doing this at 30. He's gonna be 37. You can't keep doing this. Kind of falling off. Like he, he's falling off in the team's ass. Yeah. You gotta put a good. Wow, like why wow. you got to put a good team around him so he can still give you those elite performances. I'm just everybody got a star player, but Steph. What they kept saying, Kevin Durant got these dudes, LeBron got AD. Where's Steph? We got. When you search up Steve Kerr Warriors Reddit, the top results are Steve Kerr needs to be fired. Fire <laughs> Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr needs to be fired. Part three. Who's the most annoying head coach and why is it Steve Kerr? I'm crying. Damn it. Warriors fans are fed up. I get it. I'm looking at I'm looking at one of these subreddits. The top comment was Moody had nine straight for them and he pulls them. Unbelievable. That was the that. that was the moment where that was I a Kings game, right? I feel like yes. Harris had so many so many like nationally televised he has bad he has blunders. Moves. Sometimes he does have blunders. Damn, you really were ahead of your time saying that Darvin Ham and Steve Kerr were a cost up. Take it back. Cooked. The other I mean, top comment, yeah. and then you, and then they try to say that that was me. I should have accepted. I should have said yes, that was me, Darwin. I've been telling you about this guy for years, man. I just don't be listening. There's to another me. top comment here. He goes, "Damn, damn it! I want Mike Brown back, but if we can't have him, I want his right hand man, Jordy Fernandez." <laughs> <laughs> Mike Brown would have been dope. I ain't gonna front. Mike Brown the top comment here was, coach. "Kerr didn't do that because the lineup was rolling, and yet they still lose with no changes at all." I think this was talking about the Nuggets game. 
I remember that yes. game. Yeah, that was that was another sure, one. So what's up there for the Warriors now this season? Is it just we run this lineup? Like, you know, Siakam, OG's gone. They missed out on Siakam. Missed out on OG. OG. OG's gone. They're uh, not going to get Laurie. DeJounte doesn't really. Zach is due for 40 seen. a year. You know, That's what? another part of the Warriors thing is because Siakam didn't want to go to the Warriors. Uh-huh. I, I, I seen that report out there. Who would want to go there? And that's the thing is, I, it's um, like, if you're a real, real number two, you're didn't want to go to the Kings either. It's a high pressure Which I situation. disagree with. But no, the fit with Sabonis nah. is awkward. No, he no, he said something. It was a report that came out that something in the uh, front office soured him up, and he didn't want to go there. Interesting. Yeah. They probably weren't fully committed in paying him. I do think the fit between Sabonis and him is a little bit weird, though. I think Indiana was. I wouldn't the best have paid him either. Probably Sacramento. Indiana was perfect. Yeah, it was. It Sacramento, was I keep my flexibility. I think it's even better than Dallas. I do. Dallas has just been the star power aspect of it. Um, that Keegan Fox Sabonis trio is fire. It's okay. It's fire. It's cool. Throw some respect on Keegan. I like Keegan. So and it's not young. fire because it's Sabonis. No, it's cool. Like it's it's cool. It's respectable. Yeah. Like and Fox him. is shooting almost forty. Yeah, it's good. You have him as a first round exit. So Says cool. who? I'm actually Kings. Probably. Fuck oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were gonna go all the way with, with it. Nah. I just this respect ain't Sabonis. That cool to you either. Sabonis has been my guy for years. Yeah, that's true. Too you think early. Pick a side. I was too early, man. I wouldn't say too early. Right on time. No, you were too early. Well, was Sabonis and the Kings. When the trade happened, no, you, I said I, I like the move. I think you were too early with your um with Joker the, take. No, that was again never early. Or uh, what is it? Uh, if you would have said it last never year, wrong, just early. There it is. That's yes. it. That's why I say you was too early. Would you say I was too early? You said it like a year. I think you said it a year or months before the trade happened. Yeah, the Kings. you said it early. You didn't say it when he was on the Kings. No, when he was on the Pacers. Yeah, yeah. I was tuned in. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. when I was respecting the Pacers too much. You, you, I don't really feel like he played that one on the Pacers, though. But the, again, that's why I'm saying he was too early. But my yeah. thing was, I wasn't saying that he was this elite player. What Just I was saying it. was. Run with it. You, well, you did say that. No, what yeah, I said was his play elite. style was. No, I said his I'm play style was that of Jokic. Bro, seen two Europeans and said, ah, <laughs> I respect that. I was right. I respect that. I was trying to get Hey, that's it. what I do with Opera and Shingun. Porzingis is the next 15 count. in the first quarter. Is it Jokic, Sabonis, and Shingun. You hit on one European. Shingun? Yes. Joske is playing better. Somewhat better. He's, he's so playing, he's playing. He's playing a bit better. A little yes. bit. They call him Giddy Hustle. They booed him. Did you know you that? You know what's crazy? No. The, difference, the difference in lineup <laughs> between Isaiah Joe and Giddy is nuts. Yeah, Isaiah Joe is really I've only heard them him. boo him, so I don't know. They have like 800 more possessions with Giddy than Isaiah Joe, though. Well, I don't know if the announcers were just glazing him, or I don't know if it was the OKC announcers or the Jazz announcers. Giddy Hustle sounds cool. Yesterday, they said, oh, Giddy Hustle. Yeah. He was like diving for a ball, like diving for a loose ball. So, Giddy Hustle. It's not a terrible nickname. It sounds cool. It's not It's Mm. not terrible. Could be better. Bryson Parker. Cartagena goes much love to y'all. Favorite sports podcast across all platforms. Hey, can't wait for this merch drop next month. Yes, sir. Shout out, Drew. Bro was getting dog piled for mentioning Ronnie. Shout out, my dog Ronnie. He went to Michigan. It was I saw the comments saying that's why. It was supposed to be this insane snowstorm, and once again, we got fumbled. Like two, three inches. You wanted? I'm not mad. No, but I wanted you. If I'm, if they gonna call us out of work, because you know they canceled our game. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, they called us out of work half oh, day, oh, and there's no oh, snowstorm. That bad like, let it happen. <laughs> I see. Getting it's it about up. keeping y'all safe, though, you know? I respect it, but damn, y'all got to be kids. better with the weather. And the kids. They got to be better with the weather report. Meteorologists definitely are hit or miss. They missed like fuck. It snowed for five minutes. Like it's little flurries. It was like an hour of snow. Mid. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Pick a Side Podcast. It was 345. What's you guys can follow man? us on Instagram and TikTok at Pick a Side Podcast. On there? Twitter at Pick a Side Pod. 
Merch drop February 3rd, Third. 1 p.m. Make sure you guys uh, click the link in the bio. Not now, but maybe a couple hours after the episode ends, I will be put in the description of the mailing list. So just go there, put your email in so we have you guys listed down. And then when we drop, the email will be sent out to you yep. guys. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.